Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. Welcome back to the Run Dot Down post game show here on the Strickland YouTube channel. If you're listening to this today after the Strickland Podcast Network, I am joined by Schwinn, Tyrese, and first time guest on the post game, Colin. Knicks losing overtime, 134 to 128. Oh boy, man, this was a rough run. I mean, you know, you have the adrenaline rolling of the team pulling off a comeback for feels like the first time ever. Um, and, you know, it looks like we're about to win the game. Jalen Brunson's having an absolute masterclass performance offensively. Um, hits a floater, put us up three. And then here we go, going the other way. You know, Clippers missed some shots. We have a chance to rebound, including one R.J. Barrett, who did not grab a rebound. Um, and Nicholas Batum hits a game tying three at the buzzer to, you know, basically seal our fate. Cause at that point, you know, this team was going to fold. It's like actually, it's more. actually RJ's fault that, uh, we didn't foul in that situation too. That was, that was on RJ in the time. Like he I, actually I, I, dictates I, I, the strategy I, for the team. So he, he told the team like, Hey guys, uh, make sure we don't foul in this situation at all. Even though we're up three. Um, also I'm not going to rebound. So that was like a collective decision they made that RJ would not rebound, but also the team would not foul in that situation. So, it so like, really... it's like Tibbs and it's like Tibbs and RJ doing the Wonder Twins thing. Yeah, it's like it's no, no, no. Tibbs, Tibbs is just he's a bystander to all of this. It it's Coach, Coach Barrett, Coach Barrett um, <laughs> is the one dictating everything here. You know, like like I love when a guy is on a heater, and then you just start isoing Julius for no apparent reason. Like that's always like a really fun thing that happens uh i also really love when like a team maybe goes five out to start overtime and you just don't adjust at all that's always really fun uh we played what 53 minutes tonight. when is the last time we didn't have a center on the floor <laughs> well, like honestly oh. I, I, I have this question like when is the last time this team played a fucking minute a second mm-hmm. a second of nba basketball without a fucking center on the floor Before like game, we can sit here and i'll i'll shit on rj tonight because to me th- this might honestly th- this is honestly the worst game of his career to me because it's not a, a a situation where they're playing like a team that oh he didn't get up for this team he was definitely like up for this matchup you know it's Kawhi, it's paul george like you're playing the Clippers. This is like a big time matchup, right? This is not a situation like that. This isn't him coming right back right off an injury. This isn't him in the middle of like some extended shooting slump or some one of these weird stretches he has. This is not any of those things. And for him to play the way he did tonight is genuinely embarrassing and pathetic. But what's even more embarrassing and pathetic is the for coach the head that kept coach him on the to, court. He played him 42 fucking minutes in regulation. Insane. 40 minutes. Sorry. 40. Sorry. Sorry. Just 40. He put him 18 straight minutes to start the first half. It's insane. I just, I just, I just don't understand it. Like, especially when Emmanuel quickly was having as great of a game as he was playing. Literally, I don't think no was one. That great tonight. I thought Quick was just like fighting. Like he was more. I thought he was best. I mean, like yeah. he was great compared to what RJ was producing on the court today. Like, but, it, know, honestly, I, I just, I'm going to well, shut up. Sorry. Oh, for seven in the game before he hit the one big one. Yeah. 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 Like, how does he even get to 0-7? Yeah. I understand, like, Tibbs lets Julius do that bullshit, but come to, on. Wait, you know what? To, to Julius' credit, one, I thought Julius actually played a really good game. Tonight. I do, too. I thought Julius yeah. was And I, I know he had stupid turnovers, and that's frustrating, but, like, 
like, if you're going to run this much usage through Julius, you just have to live with some of those turnovers. But I thought he played a really good game tonight. I thought his defense was really good. Uh, I thought he was competitive. I thought he got, Eighth unlike one Kawhi number really nine, well. he got a bunch of contested rebounds. Um, but like, I thought Randall was really good. I, I thought Brunson was obviously very good. I thought everybody mm-hmm. other than RJ to some extent at least fought and battled and played at a level that I was like fine with. Um, and the only one who really I don't know what the hell Tyler was doing at the end of the fourth quarter. Because... Oh, Schwinn. Good. You froze. <laughs> we win. We won. RJ's oh, there he is. He's back. Sorry. I was just... Yeah, my bad, my bad. Sorry, go ahead. My, I don't want to interrupt. My bad. No, 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 please. <laughs> no, I was going to like, the, the end of the fourth quarter, I don't know what Tyloo was doing because he left Zubac in the entire time, which allowed us to keep Hartenstein in and have him be effective. And then it's like the overtime started, and he was like, oh, yeah, you know what? This is really stupid. I should just play five out. And Tim's was like, oh, my God, what am I supposed to do? I can't change anything right now. Uh, it, was, it was just ridiculous to watch. Like, I love Tyloo. He's one of the best coaches in the NBA to me, but like that was an insane miscalculation on his part. He got bailed out because Batum hit that three. Um, but man, like between RJ and Tibbs tonight, this is just absolute horrendous game to lose in the sense of like, they, they were about to win a game. They had no business winning. They had mm-hmm. absolutely no business winning this game. And Lou being randomly an idiot, like <laughs> almost bailed them out. And even then, in that situation, they couldn't get it done. And there's, like, like one, I want to say the biggest reason they lost that game is RJ. Okay, no question about it. His overall play. And then, like, I, 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 I tweeted just out something like, man, RJ has to get that rebound. And there are people like, well, what do you want him to do? Kawhi tipped it first. And I'm like, I want him to get the fucking rebound first. That's what I fucking want him to do. How is that hard? Like, what do you want him to do there? I don't know. Go get the fucking rebound over the guy who doesn't have knees anymore. Is that too much to ask for? Jesus fucking Christ. Like, what are we talking about here? I want RJ. He's 22 years old. That jump on overtime. Did he jump? Did he jump on that? Did he, like, move? No. Because it just, to me, he he looked like he got, like, I think I might, honestly, off a standstill two-foot vert, this fucking fat-ass, 5'8 Indian might have a better verse than RJ. That shit was fucking embarrassing to watch. I could not believe that. It specific, looked like didn't... specific interaction. RJ has to get that board there. Shweek on Twitter. I mean, Kawhi tipped it. I don't know what you want him to do. Crying emoji. Schwinn, I want him to grab a contested rebound. Or at the very least, fucking battle. Battle. Battle for even if you miss it. Like, act like you give a shit. He doesn't give a shit this year. We're gonna send him home. That's the good news. That's the good news. But, but like, so, so, like you, so you've got you've got the RJ. So RJ is terrible. But you cannot like. I'm sorry. These people will, like sit around and be like, well, Tibbs can't control this. Tibbs can't control that. Tibbs can't. He doesn't control the things he can control. Did anybody honestly? Can I ask you a question? They had they call, he called the timeout. What was it like? It was like we had the ball. We had the ball with like 140 left, down six in overtime. He calls a timeout or whatever the fuck it was. Uh, honest question. Did any of you? Think that we were going to get a clean shot out of that t- out of that time? Hell no. no! Hell no! Hell no! Like it's the, the same. Our idea is we're going to miss the first shot because it's going to be so fucked, and then maybe we'll get one off the second chance shot. It's always some BS where like it's like one of them dribbling into a crowd where they have to like make some contested shot or like they have to pass out at the last section where someone gets an equally atrocious look. 
It's the same exact inbounds play they run all the time. They don't set screens on the inbounds play. They line up in a stack. They don't set screens. Then either Randall or RJ or Brunson will check to the inbounder, and they'll just stand there with their hand up. And then it's like, then, then people will blame the inbounder. And I'm like, how do you blame the inbounder there? They have to make some, like, fuck. Like, people are like, oh, our, like the last game against Miami, people are like, oh, a terrible pass. Yeah, he made a terrible pass. Guess what? His one option on the play was to throw it to fucking Randall with Bam out of bio on it. Like, these are not, this is not like a good option. Like, you're allowed to fucking do something else. And 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 the thing that bothers me about that is like, you're, that's an offense possession. Like, you need a bucket there, right? He values offensive rebounding to such a detrimental degree that he's still got Hardenstein on the floor in that situation. Like, I just, I'll never comprehend it. He's such a mind-boggling coach to me in his rigidity. And like, like this, like there, there's anybody that anybody that tells you that Ob ha, Ob has to do X Y Z or Z thing better to earn more minutes. All of them, I want them to do me a favor. They can fucking suck my dick. Is what they can do because they're fucking full of shit and they have no idea what they're watching. Like he, there's nothing he can do to earn more minutes. Oh, he has to shoot better from three. Did it. Oh, he's got to rebound better. He's done that. He can't do anything to earn more minutes. So these people that will justify Hibbs' bullshit, his, oh, well, you know, he's not playing more because of this reason, this fucking, oh, well, he's not this thing. He's not that thing. You all need to fucking get your tongue out of Tibbs' asshole. Okay, that's what you need to do. It is a fucking joke. He played 12 minutes tonight. He played 12 minutes tonight. You want to know what he did in those 12 minutes? He scored more fucking points than Isaiah Harnstein and Jericho Sims did combined. Like, give me a fucking break with this shit. I'm so over Tibbs. I, I don't, I hate even like tweeting about this guy because as soon as you tweet about him, you get these five fucking appear. assholes in your mentions. It'll be like, oh, oh, Tibbs, he brought us back to respectability. He did this. He's looking at how he developed the talent. And I'm like, do you think he fucking does all this shit by himself? He develops all the talent. He fucking, what is he? He's doing the workouts for fucking Quickly and Randall and RJ and all these guys in the offseason. Look at him. He weighs 600 pounds. He's not doing any fucking workouts in the offseason. Everyone else just shows up 10 minutes before tip-off, and they're like, so, coach, what's the plan? And that's it. It's a fucking joke. And then, But then but then when we blow 20-point leads and we fucking suck ass out of, like, every single late-game situation, else's fault. that's not his fault. Right. No, no, that's the players. No, oh, he, he doesn't have the talent. Oh, he doesn't have fucking prime Michael Jordan as team. We can't, <laughs> we can't judge him until that happens. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Like, everybody that believes that, just go fuck yourself. I hate you, and I hope you know that. Uh, Tip's message after the game is that we were one rebound away. <laughs> Just well, one. I mean, he's he's like one donut away from a fucking heart attack. Literally. <laughs> I'm also oh, uh, Jericho was very uninspiring tonight. He's I made been the fucking inspired the last two weeks. I don't know if like. We started to buy in because of the lack for a better option just kind of inflated the way we viewed him, but he was not good at all. And I hate to, like, criticize him against somebody like Zubats, but he was really bad tonight. I mean, like, he's a third-string center. How much more do you expect for your third-string center? I mean, that's just what he's going to be. Yeah, I think there was a world where we thought he could be a backup at one point, though. And there it's was, just... definitely. I mean, last year's stretch was yeah. was much more encouraging. Yeah. Um, especially yeah, like, like, the season stretch. Yeah, um, but like, he's just everyone looks encouraging. It's not the good. Hop, the hops are like all spice though, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Like, Jared Vanderbilt, we move. He's coming home. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we should trade a protected first for Jared Vanderbilt. That way, that uh, it's always good to trade a protected first for a guy to play fucking, you know. See the thing. Minutes. See the thing is with with all these guys that like everyone wants the Knicks to acquire. It's like, all right, I understand what you're where you're coming from, but like I also understand like the coach is like an idiot and won't know how to utilize these guys to their best of their abilities at all. So it's like, what's the fucking point of getting good players? I mean, basically, it's like, what's the point of getting good players if the the coach is not going to really utilize them to their best of their ability? Well, um, as long as they're older than thirty, then he'll definitely use them. So that's just we just have to make sure. Schwinn, would you rather trade a protected first or RJ for Jared Vanderbilt? <laughs> no, see, this is my thing, though. It's like, I'm still not any... I, I think it's still... I might. I am so frustrated with RJ this year, fed up, like, beyond belief. Like, I I can't... Have you ever even, reached Tyrese level? No, I mean, Tyrese level is just, like, forever hate. Like, he's always hated him. He doesn't like him. That's just a fact. He, he There's nothing he could ever do other than... And like, more. yet I become more and more right. Continue. I, I don't know if you have. Like, I just think you're just wearing. wearing Tyrese, do you want to speak on your tweet today? By the way, because I know you wanted to. So I'm gonna let, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Tyrese the floor. He, yeah, yeah, he yeah, had a tweet today. Okay, fine. All right. So I said that I don't even remember what I said exactly. Uh, something like you basically were like Tibbs is God, and no, RJ I said I said uh, okay, I said RJ Barrett's been issues the tips. I'm right, by the way. Um, no, you're not. No, okay. Okay. This is this, way, this is what you this is the argument that you walked in on us having yeah, yeah, yeah. when we were well, before the stream. Okay. Okay. All right. Will we say that RJ Barrett is more to the next future, either as salary or as a star? Sorry, say it again. Is RJ Barrett important to the next future as salary or, or as a star? I mean, it doesn't matter. Either one, he's important too. Okay. Exactly. Has RJ Barrett been disappointing this year? Uh, yes, but I'm way less on the RJ has been disappointing meme whatever narrative than other people are okay well at the same time though he's regressed defensively significantly he's improved this on the arc but like he still can't fucking process the court in his year four yeah i don't i don't actually think that's true and i think that he can't uh, pass out of drives his year four i think he can he, pass out of drives he can it's like it's like he can does he want to he can that's okay but he's wrong. okay he's wired to not pass out of drives well, we'll okay, but that. like, like, no, no one's like, saying he's, he can't physically move his hands to pass the ball. Okay, but yeah, he's just not I just, I don't think you can divorce Tibbs from this. Like, like, again, as a, this is the prime example of it because this is a player, I think. <laughs> it's always at the perfect moment. Anyway, back to what I was saying. All <laughs> <Alfred>. <laughs> oh, there he is. He's back. Okay. Yeah. We, we all hate Alfred Payton, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, Alfred Payton. Well, how him. much of that was Tibbs, though? Let's be honest. Okay, this is my point. Bless his bless Alfred Payne's heart. He sucked yeah. at shooting. He sucked at scoring efficiently. He sucked so hard at these things. He sucked at those things for his entire career. You know, the one thing, the one thing he was always very good at, he was like a pretty good passer. He was a pretty good passer. He played one year under Tibbs. He had the lowest assist percentage of his career. Like, we as a team consistently have a low assist percentage. When you ask Tibbs after games, when he gets asked, what did you think of this? Like, what did, what did RJ need to do better? Or what did he do well? Or uh, Randall or any of these guys, he'd be like, oh, if they had a bad game back to the ball, he'd be like, oh, well, you know, we tell them they got to they gotta make the right rim read and spray it out to shooters. They have a good game. Oh, I like that he made the right read and spread it out, sprayed it out to shooters. Like, he he wants these guys to drive to the rim. That's the primary objective for any player. This is why... And, this is why you see quickly now he has developed this penchant for pump faking and driving when he should just fucking shoot the ball. 
This is why Grimes has developed a pension for pump faking and driving at the ball. All these guys, like, if the entire fucking team is developing similar pensions, aside from Obi, because Obi has to shoot threes to be on the floor. <laughs> Obi has to it's shoot so threes. Insane. Yeah, it's has so to shoot insane. Threes. If everybody else, if and if your team collectively over three years has the same exact profile of a low assist team that drives to the rim a shit ton, that is about coaching. And to me, the fact that RJ has made no progress as a facilitator on driving kicks is about coaching. Is that also on RJ? Yes. No question about it. But you can't tell me that RJ hasn't got better at things because RJ is better at Dibs finishing. Is coaching. I'm not saying you are not crediting him for those things. My point is, if he has made those micro developments, right? The one thing that I think is about coaching, like making shots, improving your touch on the rim, shots. Like, I, I think a lot of that is just on the player, which is why, like, when Julius got better again this year, like, I don't like, I don't think Tibbs deserves credit for that. Like, to me, Julius is better this year because Julius, one, he admittedly got a set out of his ass, and two, is just like, Bryant. yeah, he's for, just for Julius, Johnny Bryant. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and all, but like, but Johnny Bryant gave him. All Johnny Bryant did was open his mindset to you were being a gigantic fucking asshole. Last you mean he held him accountable? That's all Julius wants in a coach. Right, but but the but the work, the actual work, all that credit goes to Randall, right? Like that that doesn't go the to Tim. Go to that goes to Randall. But oh my God, I'm fucking cut. Did I cut? I must have cut out again. Um, You're still but, talking about your face. Like is RJ, but, but RJ. So RJ's thing, right, is that. He's gotten better at these micro skills. Does that make him a better player today than he was a year ago, two years ago? No, it doesn't. It makes him have more tools in his toolbox. But like the, the specific thing about passing, I think that is on tips because they're like Brunson. You see with Brunson, he'll get into the paint. And I'll see, I'll see times where he actually is trying to look to find somebody. But like it's so easy to defend us because nobody's moving off the ball. So, like, unless you randomly get somebody to collapse, there's not some open kick-out pass for you to throw. And, uh, look, RJ needs to be better with that. I have been cons- I've been harping on this since, like, last year. And I, I've been killing him for it all this year. So I'm not against you on that. I'm not, I'm, I'm a, I agree with you on that. But I don't think Tibbs is, like, not part of that problem. And that's not just with RJ. That's with the entire team. Quickly, he's got the lowest assist percentage, assist percentage of his career. Like, 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 how is it that these guys are like? I do. I, I think Quickly's a better passer than he was as a rookie, but he's got a lower assist percentage now. Like, I'm sorry. At some point, you have to look at like the system you're running and what the coach wants, and you got to be objective about it. And I just fundamentally like at this point, I don't really blame any of these guys for not passing because I just think it's like part of what Tibbs wants. And it's like a trickle down effect of his ethos of like, let's just be the fucking, you know, we're like a battering ram trying to knock down the fucking uh, walls here of Minas Earth. Oh, man. All right. He quickly has a higher assist percentage than he did his rookie season. Did he? How much? It's like very minimal, though, right? Uh, 0. 0.08. Yeah. <laughs> Small games. Let's fucking go. No. All right. Um, I was honestly surprised we pulled off the comeback because of how many times Brunson got into the paint and started looking around and there literally was nobody. 
I kept waiting for him to get a travel call because he kept fucking shuffling around down there. That's a good point. They just don't move. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, that's I what you get with this team. I agree, um, but at the same time, I'm just like, like I've been, I've been a bit off the bandwagon this year too, so like, who cares? But like, my thing has just always been, I agree that Tibbs exacerbates his issues, but if it, at the same time, these issues have been prevalent since like Montverde. Like, if you watch Prospect R.J. Barrett, it was basically his processing speed is really slow. He doesn't pass out of drives. He wants to be the hero. We saw him play with fucking Zion Williamson, and he thought he was in the front option. Like, at some point, the player, if he has a history of being really bad at these things, and you see minimal developments at being good at those things across his career, like, yeah, I will blame Tibbs for, like, him not progressing in those areas faster, but it's also, like, on him. <clears throat> and that's kind of been my point where it's, like, I saw R.J. Barrett at Duke. I watched R.J. Barrett at AAU team. I've seen R.J. Barrett in, like, FIBA games and stuff like that. And it just kind of feels like it's the same issue of, like, he just plays one style of basketball. And realistically speaking, he himself is like, I want to be a 24 per game scorer. Like, he came out with a whole athletic article, and he was like, I worked with my trainer, Drew Nalen. It's time to stop effing around, B20 PPG. Like, the guy wants to score. He wants to score to a fault, and that's been his wiring since he's been fucking eleven years old, built up in the fucking labs, of Canada. Like, but he's just going about it the completely wrong way for the team as we're designed right now. That's the frustrating part because when he drives, and, like, the, and the, isn't that about coaching though? Like, you're saying, I mean, I, it, I mean it, yes, if, if he's no. wired some way, like coaching isn't about like like a good like a good coach, right? Yes, you have to respect like like players. You have to kind of cater to their talent. You have to shape things around them. But if you want, like, if you can't get, like, RJ Barrett is a, you know, what? Tibbs got him when he was a, was he 19 or 20 then, right? He's 20? 20. I so. yeah. If you can't take a 20 year old, you this is like the best opportunity you're ever going to have of molding a player, right? Like, if you can't get them out of a mindset like that, then what the fuck? And you can't tell me that Tibbs is like, like Tibbs loves that about him. Tibbs probably loves that about him, that he, he's single-minded, that he drives to the rim consistently and he because gets shots to the rim. But that's my point. Like, like a different, co- like to me, I don't know. We, we, there's no way to prove this, right? Because you can't prove something that hasn't happened. But like, if you give RJ Barrett to, to no, I'm not going to say Popovich. Cause that's great. Give him to Steve Kerr, right? Steve Kerr got Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins was similarly Andrew a black NBA champion. Yeah, Andrew Wiggins was similarly a black hole, notoriously shitty rebounder for the size of wing and athlete he was, notoriously garbage passer, notoriously inefficient scorer, notoriously lazy, didn't care about winning. All of a sudden, he goes to Golden State, and now he's a cog in this fucking championship machine, and he's buying in, and he's doing... Like, I'm sorry, you can't tell me... That none of this, like, that it's all, like, RJ is just, like, organizations I, organizations have to develop players. And, yes, is is there evidence that this organization is able to develop players better than past Knicks front offices? Absolutely. We know this. Like, quickly is the best example of this. I think Grimes is also an example of this. Yeah. Mitch is arguably an example of this. Um, although that's a little bit, that's a little bit different because he's just, like, a lot better at the things he was already that's just, that was the more fundamentals. Yeah. 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 Like, but, but like, to me, RJ is just like, he, he's been in this, he's been in a really weird situation for most of his career until this year. This is the first year where he's actually had good spacing. 
and a little bit harsh to just be like, he doesn't pass enough out of drives. He doesn't like I, the defense stuff. I, I'm, I'm totally fine. Anybody that wants to kill him for that, go for it. I, I have no problem. That. He that. Yeah, kill him for the defense. Kill him for the rebounding. But the passing out of drive stuff to me, that's like you played this guy with Alfred Payton for an entire year. And you're trying to tell me about making the right reads out of drives. Like he played with fucking Alec Brooks's corpse who couldn't like move and was asked to play point guard last year for half the time. Like take the pressure off of Randall. Yeah. Yeah. Also that like, and, 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 and then you play him only with fives who don't ever space the floor, who do nothing but roll to the rim or stand in the dunker spot to get offensive rebounding position. Like, it's a little bit extreme to me to be like, he's never going to get better at passing. This is what he is. I don't believe that. I think, I think higher usage players, especially ones that aren't like, let's be real. RJ isn't some, he, he didn't come in as like, and from day one was like a star, right? I and mean, he's not a star yet, or, or maybe, and maybe he never will be one. I don't know. But like, you look at a guy like Jason Tatum, you don't know what the fucking, what Celtics fans are saying about Jason Tatum, forget like the previous years, just last year, midway through the season, midway through the season about Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. They're saying the same. He can't pass. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't build. I I, I don't know if RJ is going to make the same leap as those guys did in terms of just being better playmakers. But like, I think it's a little bit, I think it's, 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 it's rash to say that this is what he is as a playmaker. I think there's so much easy shit for him to lean into. And and I fundamentally told, and I strongly believe this about him, and I believe this about a lot of guys in this team. We need to see them under a different coach after the season. Um, I, I really oh think that's like you got to see what these guys are capable of, not just with a different coach, but a coach that's willing to put them in a different system and less stagnant offensive system and 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 tinker more and and play five out and try different things. Because all we have seen for three years is a team that plays one way all the time. They don't play any different way. They don't play they they play with a center. That that center sets the screen, then he rolls to the rim and then he if he doesn't get the lob, he stands in the dunker position. And if the point guard or whoever the ball handler is that ran the ball screen doesn't get a shot up, then he kicks it out to somebody else off a standstill and they have to try to do like this is we've seen the same exact context for 3 years. We have got to see because we've upgraded the talent level across the board in my opinion. We have got to see what these guys can do under a different coach after this year. Yeah. Um, on a more positive note, I do want to highlight some positives from this game because we did start off the, straight off the bat with negatives, but there were some positives in this game. Um, for one, the non-all-star Jalen Brunson, who absolutely should have been an all-star, um, got nastily snubbed, finished the game with 41 points, five rebounds, seven assists on 14 of 19 shooting, which is absolutely insane. True five of seven from three. Eight of ten from the free throw line, just an absolute offensive masterclass. Almost won us the game completely. Um, but yeah, I mean, Jalen Brunson should have been an all-star. Um, still a chance. I mean, who knows who gets injured from now till the all-star game, and you know, he can easily take their spot, I think. Um, but yeah, he had such an amazing game. I just wanted to really highlight that. And you know, he continues to be um the best or one of the best offensive players on this team. What is this? His 12th 30 point game of the year. I believe yeah. it is. Yeah, um, and his second 40 point game of the year. So absolutely insane. Best offseason acquisition 
by far best offseason acquisition as a Nick since like God knows. Julius who. Randall. Jesus but. Christ. <laughs> Why well, are we even arguing? It's, it's just Julius Randall. Like, all right. Um, for one second, they just asked Brunson about being snubbed in the post game. Oh, what did he say? Said, My reaction was for Julius. I was very happy for him. The way he's been playing all year, it's a testament to how he's welcomed me with open arms and how he's leading this team. He said, for myself, I can control what I can control, and that's something I can't. So that's my mindset. Good mindset to have. We'll take it. He usually says the right thing. He also said, it sucks point blank when they asked him about the fourth quarter comeback and then losing the game. So It definitely does suck. And how does how does he think us fans feel watching this shit every night? Yeah, yeah. He should stop being so selfish and think about <laughs> us for a second. All right. I mean, just thinking about how we have to play the Sixers tomorrow, and it's going to be a freaking so game party. Play tomorrow. This is what I Joel want to talk about. Free, th- free throw fest. <laughs> how many minutes for RJ tomorrow? Forty-five. Can, can we just can we just trade Obi Toppin for the trade line so that he can get like a year and a half with his new team instead of one? Because <laughs> I, what we're doing, this guy is so you fucking. Want. You don't dumb. care about Obi. You just want your mentions to be clean. <laughs> no, I, I, I honestly like I. What we're doing with this guy is so criminal. Like, he shot two or three again tonight from three. Like, this is like, oh, Tim doesn't, have, Tim doesn't have shooters. What he only he had one board, Schwinn. Come on. He's going shooter. Fuck. For Come on, Schwinn. He only had one board. He has to get better at rebounding. Come yeah, on. I, my, my, like, I, I will, I'm always, uh, look, defensive rebounding is like probably my biggest pet peeve with any player. Like, any player. It doesn't matter what position. If you're a bad defensive rebounder, it fucking grinds my gears. Um, like it's, it's one of the reasons I think Jalen Brunson, awesome, worth his contract and more worth more than his contract easily, uh, probably should have been an all-star and tonight he actually did get some defensive rebounds. So thank God for that. But he is so fucking bad at rebounding. Like, and this is not just like he's small, like he just has no awareness on the boards half the time. Um, but man, OB tonight. Yeah. He had one defensive rebound. I would challenge anybody to find a single possession where if we did give up an offensive rebound with him on the floor, it was his fault. He 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 did his job. He was fine tonight. He was more than fine tonight. He should have gotten more minutes. Um, what this coach does to him is an absolute joke. And the fact that the franchise is allowing a coach to play their eighth overall pick 12 minutes. He's playing basically less minutes than he did as a rookie at this point, or the same amount of minutes as he did as a rookie at this point. Uh, the fact that we're allowing that in year three when he's obviously improved is he embarrassing. The conditioning things, man. He has to get his conditioning back. Yeah, yeah. He's got to get his conditioning back. I mean, honestly, just like splits him's minutes in half and split them between Toppin and, and he, even Deuce tonight. I mean, like, Deuce had another solid good you game. Played more like, you like, you should have played more. He pulled Deuce in the first half. After they had like cut the lead to six or something like that with the bench on the floor, and Deuce was obviously a big part of that. Um, and he, I think he had a three in the corner, he had another pull up shot. I don't know what the hell yeah. he played well though, but like this is he, his rotations are set in stone, they're pre decided. And the 48 tonight was so predictable because brought yeah. him back, and and they're so predictable yeah. that you lost a beer bet to me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So if anybody wants to know, Colin in our in our lively game chat uh, said, "No way, RJ comes back into the game." What was that? The start of the fourth? No, it was like eight or nine minutes. Yeah, eight or nine minutes left in the in the fourth. It was quarter. healthy. I jumped the gun. 
Yeah, and I and I immediately was like, I will bet you a beer that RJ is 100% one really butt heavy. It was a weird choice, but he said, I'll bet you one butt heavy. Yeah, it was like, I was like, you know what? The only beer I could bet here is a butt heavy, a nice classic American lager. Right. Uh, <laughs> to my defense, he brought RJ back in, and RJ damn near lost us the game. <laughs> no, and, and like to Tibbs' credit, like, you know, the, the, the Harnstein thing didn't. Well, he, look, he made the right call keeping Harnstein in because, uh, like, the fact that Lou left Zubac on made it viable. So, the, like, I would have still gone small. Maybe that would have worked. Who the fuck knows? But his choice worked. But that's so the reason why you do it to see if it does work. And, like, right. that's what the coach doesn't understand, which, like, is so frustrating. The coach, the coach that Tyrese loves. This is the new narrative we're running with. Terrence never tweeted anything positive about Thibs in any. This is I like this. I I was gonna I was gonna be mean and and quote tweet your original one, but then I was like, (laughs) I'll just respond to Stacy quote tweeting you because you probably like I saw the you already had like ten quotes on that. I was like, man. This guy's just how you're fighting battle. I, I had to jump in. I had to jump in. I, I was know. Like, I know. I saw Sam. I'm like, fuck. You. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, of all the people, I, I gotta say, what is Hubert? You. <laughs> I was wondering. Stacy had a good one tonight, and he has a good one every night. But he says, "Tech work." Stacy's been on fire lately. By it's the way, it's been incredible. He's absolutely <laughs> lost his shit at the refs on the timeline. By the way, it's the end of the Super Bowl. He says, "Stacy Patton, '89. Tech workers got laid off, but NBA refs can literally <laughs> shoot someone in the face on Fifth Avenue with zero consequences." <laughs> I'm not saying he's right or he's wrong. I'm just he's right. He's right, dude. Some of those, fa- like I, I don't, I really didn't think tonight the Knicks lost because the refs or anything like that. But yeah, some yeah. of those calls were just fucking ridiculous, man. But then we the, got the overtime calls were brutal because like it felt like every little touch they were getting called for. So every little touch, you get this feeling. What was the plus uh, minus minus plus? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Plus his plus minus minus. Why <laughs> learning about plus minus? Who is... told him to start saying that shit? There's no way. There's no way. He must have just like read it one day and was like, "Huh," and then like just started saying it on set without any warning. And they're like, "What the fuck is Clyde doing?" His, <laughs> it's the funniest is when he's like, "The whole team, Mike, is a plus minus minus." He <laughs> said that today about the starting lineup. Yeah. He was, he was bench putting him back in this one, Mike, because the whole starting lineup, plus, <laughs> minus, minus. Oh, oh my man. gosh. All right. Let's get into the ad read before we head into some comments because we do got some comments to read. NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hands with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt-in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game. And if it doesn't hit, you'll get a free bet back. Download the app now and sign up with code TBPN, as you see in the corner of your screen there. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. See show notes or show description for details. Sorry, Ohio people. You don't get free bets. Um, 
You got that one ring with LeBron. That's enough. No, you don't, we don't need to apologize to the, the state of Ohio. What the state of Ohio can do, if anybody from the state of Ohio is watching this, you can go fuck yourself. Uh, oh, because all right. you lost to University of Michigan two years in a row, and you guys suck ass. <laughs> oh. And everybody in your school is probably fucking their cousin. So go fuck Sam, did you have any more of that ad read? <laughs> no, that was it. <laughs> Let's get into some comments. Chris <laughs> um, Bernhardt says... <laughs> If the only way we can get a defensive rebound is due to one player, then there's something wrong here with the system slash coach. But according to Tyrese, it's only a certain player who's the issue. Oh! This narrative is going to be really annoying. Anyway. Bernard owns you. Dude, I'm fucking sorry, man. I don't kill Canadian captain captain shoe can fucking get a rebound, man. I don't give a it's, fuck at this It's point. three Never. of them, though. To me, it's three of them. I think... RJ, Randall, and I mean, to be, I'll be really, I, I genuinely want to say this though. I think Randall over the course of the year has been a problem with defensive rebounding. I think over the last, like, I don't know, maybe seven, eight games or whatever, he's actually been really good at it. Since Mitch went out, since Mitch went out, has been yeah, been yeah, which is, let's like, this is the thing, like, when if you get pissed about, oh, RJ only randomly decides to play defense, please, you should all. Keep the same energy for Randall's random defensive rebounding intensity. Because he, he saw Mitch was out and was like, oh, shit, I got to step it up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got I to lead the league in double you know, Mitch yeah. was in, though, It's always like this weird, like, Randall has the weirdest body language with his teammates. It's like the inbound play earlier with Brunson where he was like, his hands were up and he was like navigating around him. It's like a lot of that with the defensive rebounding, too. Like, Mitch will go up to get it and Randall's just like, Mike, <laughs> you got it. You got it. Like, quick, quickly took one from him today, and he, I could tell he was so mad about it. He was like, Dude, uh, that's... <laughs> he was so mad about it. No, but like, I want to say, but like, RJ and Brunson, they have this, they do the same exact thing. As soon as a shot goes up, first of all, I want to say this Brunson is never where he's supposed to be on defense. That mm-hmm. man is just like out there. He's just like, and I know he wasn't it's doing this. Good at... he, I know he wasn't doing this shit on the Mavs last year. So, I want to bring that up. But so you tell me Jason Kidd is him? I think Jason Kidd probably did a better job of holding him accountable. Do you think if Jason Kidd was the head coach, RJ would have gotten the rebound? Uh, I think we would have won the game by 30 points because he's such a genius, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they say ball guys. Jason Kidd. You know, they say ball guys. That's what it is. No, like, but but if you watch it, every single time a shot goes up, watch RJ and watch Brunson. They don't box out their man. They don't look where their man is. They don't look where anybody is. They don't look for. They just walk towards the hoop. And so on these long threes, if they hit the front rim or something, they will never get them because they're underneath instead of like Around worrying about the, where their guy where is. The rim is. Oh, yeah, it's it's and ridiculous it. to watch. It's 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 terrible. Both those guys are huge problems uh, in terms of defensive rebounding. Uh, Jericho Sims is obviously not. Anywhere near the box out guy that Mitch is, which is another problem. But have you seen the box outs for 36, dude? They would tell you you're wrong. Is he is he have a higher box outs for 36? He's third. So first is Mitch, second is Hardenstein, and the third is Jericho Sims. In box outs for 36. Well, that kind of makes sense though, right? Exactly. So you're fucking and that adds up. <laughs> Jericho oh. went too early on the rebound, probably four or five times tonight. That's like, regular with him. Yeah. Embarrassingly early. I don't know why I don't usually notice, but like tonight I was like, and the fact the vertical is like 47 inches, he's just like, oh shit, oh god, he's like falling down to realize, oh god. It's also like, you think uh, it would, he's so fucking big, you think it would hit him like in the chest if he's early and maybe he could just like scoop it. I don't know. <laughs> Kid, no, Sim- Simpson Hardenstein, 
they both have some of the worst defensive like hands. Like the like Sims will jump for the ball half the time and he'll be there, but then he can't grab it. It's so weird. Like it I just miss Nero's Nero. the well how bad they're fucking is. Like, oh, uh, no. no, okay. No. All right. All right. jumping off the deep end. There's there's All no right. need to get <laughs> racist, Tyrese. <laughs> <laughs> During Black History Month, unless you can't make that joke this far. <laughs> oh my gosh. On the um, day after Michael Jordan Day. <laughs> Kendrick Perkins really said that shit like it was MLK Day or something. Like, what's wrong that with was him? A, that was a good Perkins tweet, though. It was. It was great. Oh, dude. Perkins is comedy. I don't care what anybody says. He's an idiot, but he's a good idiot. You guys are going to get his book, right? Absolutely. He has a book. Absolutely. What? He wrote a Absolutely. book. Does he get? Would, does he? Does Perkins get a seat? He wrote it, Sam, but it exists. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he wrote it. Writing like how he talks, because then I'll be, I'll be in it. Does Does Perkins get a seat at your family's dinner table, Tyrese? He might. <laughs> he, he might eat everything, but he might. M- missed opportunity to title the book "Carry the Hell On." I don't know why he didn't do that, but. Wait, does he actually have a book coming out? Oh, yes. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. This is this is what I'm saying. Sure, like, who the hell is my Kendrick Perkins book? What's it called? The ed- the education of Kendrick Perkins. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> he like, at least he at least could have been a gentleman about it and said the miseducation of Kendrick. Do, 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 do. So I'll read, <laughs> I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna read the um the um preview. The education of Kendrick Perkins is an intimate memoir about race, fatherhood, and basketball from former NBA player and outspoken cultural critic Kendrick Perk Perkins. <laughs> intimate. <laughs> That's one way to describe your book. Oh my god. Wait, wait, it, there's more. There's more. There's more. Okay. At age 18, Kendrick Perkins left his grandparents. Wait, are you reading the book? <laughs> no, no, I'm reading the preview. I'm reading the preview. Okay. At age 18, Kendrick Perkins left his grandparents' rundown yellow house in Beaumont, Texas for the last time. <laughs> sure, he traveled the country for camps and tournaments. He banged and bruised with the best. With, with the biggest and most skilled players the amateur basketball world had to offer. But he'd always come back home. And this powerful and intimate memoir, Rito's follow, oh follow Perkins on his journey from small-town Texas athlete to the NBA. Both on and off the court, Perkins' reputation for yeah. his candor and conviction, his unabiding sense of right and wrong. Now he tells all, offering the sports insights for which he has become a stellar ESPN commentator. And for the first time ever, sharing a frank opinions about racial justice, political consciousness, and fatherhood. Years spent playing against, against and alongside giants like Kobe Bryant and LeBron James have shaped, helped shape first athleticism, but this is a story all his own. <laughs> the story of an education. <laughs> I mean, shape, shape his athleticism? <laughs> I'm getting this book. I'm getting this book. <laughs> wow. Okay, I want... I need I I what I'm gonna need Ugh. is a way I need to find a torrent to download this like the the book so I can like read it on my nook or something. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna <laughs> PDF it for the Discord. The the one thing I just real quick before we get into more questions and stuff, I want to say mm-hmm. two things. Um, Deuce has been playing better. I th- I I I think I, I even said this like when he was not making shots, but I think if you go back to like probably the last six games, he's playing way better. Like his, he's just shooting when he gets the ball and he's open. Uh, he's actually being a threat with the ball at times and his defense has picked up again. So I'm, I'm still completely fine. Not making any move other than trading um, 
Cam Reddish so that all of the uh, all of his stands that literally just want to like kiss his butt cheeks they can leave with him you, you have pissed off so many people on this good stuff. i hope they're pissed off i i don't know if i could care less about any nick's controversy than i ever have about cam reddish getting dnps like i genuinely could not care less. literally the fan base was like melting down because like like they were they, like people were acting like we were on the we were on the block saying like who who ratted on who ratted on cam yeah, in, well, in like, the coaching yeah, yeah i yeah. can i just say this? like people are like who ratted on cam i'm like what if it was just like a very like this is how i i'm just guessing i don't know i, I might know source reporting know. everyone yeah. aggregate yeah uh, all because like it's not an unreasonable thing like this is what Be- begley basically said that cam expressed displeasure to an assistant and Tibbs heard about it, and that's what led to the, like. It's very reasonable, I'm sure. I don't know if anybody, if you have worked in a job, uh, if you express displeasure, you're talking to people who spend like five hours a day on yeah. spaces. They definitely don't have a job. But I'm saying, like, if you express displeasure about your ultimate authority to somebody that's above you but is subordinate to them, they might pass that always on. Back. They, they always might, pass it on. Yeah, this is not like. This is not a rat situation. This is like we're not on they, the block, okay? This is not like someone ratting on someone for a also, gun charge. It also could have been something very basic where he like was like, "I can't tweet Hezzy anymore." He, he he might have just been like, "I'm like I'm pissed. I I, I should play more minutes." Blah blah blah. And he, maybe he told fucking line. And dice was probably dice might have just been like, "Hey Tibbs, like Cam isn't happy about these things. You might want to talk to him." Like I don't know why what? it has to be this thing where it's like. Like why? Why it has to be the situation where it's like the assistant's like, "Hey, Cam said this. It's time to get him the fuck out of here." Like, like why does it have to be that dramatic? And I'm, why are we? And why are we acting like Cam's agents aren't part of this? You really like? I guarantee you, this is what I think happened. Right? Tibbs had his role. Tibbs was gonna start Grimes. Cam wasn't happy about that because he had been starting, and he's like, "What the fuck? Now I'm gonna only gonna play 18 minutes game. This is not a role I want to do." Okay. You don't want to do this role, so, and then now, and and then he started mailing it in. Like again, you can watch that Dallas game. His last, the last game he played in, his minutes were like, and I I was okay with Cam before that. I thought he had really done a decent job of trying to adapt to what we were asking. But that game, he was like a disgrace in that game, like genuinely a disgrace. Um, so he he expresses displeasure with it. Tibbs is like, well, this is the role. Like you're gonna you're gonna be a bench guy. That's what's gonna happen. This is your role. Do you want to do it or not? If you don't want to do it, fine. And then his age is like, he don't, he doesn't want to do it. Let's get him the fuck out of here. Like I don't know why it has. Like I, this is one thing I I can't put on Tibbs because I feel like Tibbs would 100 have been fine playing Cam 18 minutes off the bench. Not, not to mention like his role was perfect. His role was perfect. He was yeah. the one. Oh, you don't want to be a three and D guy. Okay, that sounds like you're still delusional about what you are in the NBA, bro. Dude. Dude, his first, Cam's first interview with Berman, <laughs> his first words were, I think I could be a legit star. Of course he didn't want to be a bench guy. Mm-hmm. Like, he, dude, he, he asked to get traded from Atlanta. They were playing him 23 minutes a night. Like, like he, he legitimately thinks he, he's like Paul George and just in the way. Like, well, I mean, did you see Paul George tonight? Cam could do that. Exactly. Like, <laughs> in his sleep. Cam, in his sleep. Cam Reddish will make eight All Star teams. Like it was so like he was the one guy who could not complain about how he was used because he was used legitimately the way he was supposed to be used. 
And even in that role, like again, you can go check this. He played more. He's. I think he still may have played more minutes than Evan Fournier. But even when he had played like 150 more minutes than Evan Fournier, he had less rebounds than him. Like he's a sick. Like you're like this is. Like, I say this about RJ all the time. You're six six two thirty for what, bro? Like what are you six six for Cam? It's like that times seven thousand <laughs> times like five billion. Like you're six eight. With a seven-one wingspan, for what reason, bro? Like, wh- what do you do out here other than tween Hezzy? Like, you're like the fake tween Hezzy king who can't tween Hezzy, and then you like you're good at attacking closeouts. Like, okay, that's great. Can you get me a rebound? Can, are you allowed to do this? Can you pass the ball every now and then? I think he was honest. I think he honestly used to be scared of like, Conta. I really think that's what it extreme, was. He is. He's he's super talented, but what like if you're super talented, but you have no way to like, and you've no concept of how to use that optimally and and really leverage those skills, who fucking cares? Like, 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 like I don't know if quickly, you know, people will be like, how can you say quickly is more talented than RJ every time RJ has a big scoring game, right? Um, and I kind of get that, but at the same time, I'm like, well, is RJ always having these big scoring games? And like tonight, right? Quickly, I think he went three of twelve from the field, maybe, right? Yeah, I don't know what he three, did. Three, yeah. three, but like no one brought that up because he did. Well, he, so many he was three of eleven. Two of twelve. Three of three of seven from three. Yeah. Like all but, no, well, what I was gonna say is my big thing though is like okay, he's three of twelve. He had eleven points, right? Like RJ, what did he have tonight? He was four of twenty-one or something. Six of twenty-one. Six twenty-one. How many points? Yeah, fifteen. Fourteen. Fourteen. Like, do you, like do people understand? When quickly has these terrible shooting games, he will almost always find a way to still be like a point per shot, a point per shot. When RJ has bad shooting games, it's not like they're terrible. They're really, really bad. And even not just that, it's like he's giving you stuff defensively. He's still making the right reads and playmaking well. well He's still rebounding the ball. Today there was was a really there was a really good example of this where he had that fast break right. He gets the steal because Marcus Moore, Markeith Morris just like randomly just, or Mark, was it Marcus? Marcus is the one of the Clippers. Yeah. Marcus Morris just like randomly threw the ball to nobody and Quick was like, okay. Uh, he stole it. <laughs> and then he went and then he, instead of passing to Sims, could have had a lob to Sims, he took the layup. He missed it. But then on the next possession, the Clips missed a shot and he split two Clippers guys to get the offensive rebound or the defensive rebound. And then he pushed it ahead. And I think Grimes either got fouled or. I don't remember what happened exactly, but we got points out of that possession. But the point is, like, like when you're talking about those small, like, those plays, even if they do show up in the box score, they don't entirely show up in the box score, right? Like, you can have five rebounds. Like, Mitch can have five rebounds in a game, and I'll come out of it being like, he dominated the glass tonight. Randall can never have five rebounds in a game, and I will say that, ever. It's not possible. Like, they're, they're not comparable to rebounds they get. What's up? He's still going. He's still going. Oh, of course he is. He Stacey doesn't stop. It's like I don't understand the direct correlation between the refs and the techs, but he's just tired tech layoffs, wired ref layoffs. <laughs> wow, he's he's really leaning into well, that. Well, he he's in tech. Well, yeah, but it's oh. like and, and, he, not a direct and, he, and he may he may have been laid off. So I think he's oh. my guy. You know. Yo, shout out Stacy Pet. Do we have more comments? Have some today? shame, yes, Colin. We do. What we actually have a str- 
we have a string by Hawkeye 420, which I think is a really good string. So he starts off with saying, I echo what Jeff said in a previous post game. Everything about this team is pointless when we aren't doing anything different. We peaked with Thibs. He's got to go. He also adds, RJ may have been dog shit, but why the hell is Thibs then hanging him out to dry? How many times is Thibs going to keep his job when he keeps hanging struggling players out to dry? He, he's done this with, with Randall multiple times um, as well. <clears throat> He also says, I mean, how embarrassing is it that Johnny Bryant, the coach who keeps getting offers when a position opens, is the reason Randall turned around his issues and not the win now coach? Okay. This is the coach Leon is a ride or die with. Fire his fat ass too. Okay, first of all, like first of all, Jeff's not here. So don't talk <laughs> about Jeff. Okay. <laughs> but yes, Tyrese, go ahead. Like my whole thing is like, cause he fucking bitched and moaned, and he like didn't talk to the media when fucking he got yeah, benched. Um, what was it Wednesday? Was it Wednesday or Thursday? Thursday night he got. Uh, today's Saturday, so it was Thursday. Thursday. No. No, no, no. Tuesday, it's Tuesday. 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 Yeah. <clears throat> it was Tuesday night. He got he got benched down the stretch, and then like. You know, he did the, I have nothing to say at this time. Uh, bullshit. That, that's what his mom said. And then after he had 30 points, he had nothing but smiles, right? But, like, like I wouldn't be surprised if it's some kind of policy kind of play where they're just like, yeah, you can't bench RJ Barrett. I would, be, I would not be shocked if, like, they're like, yeah, you can't do that, dude. Like, um. That's ass politics. I mean, but it happens yeah. with all. I had, to, had to get more ginger ale. I get it. I get it. We really didn't miss you. You could have just stayed by the fridge <laughs> pouring more ginger ale. That's mean. <laughs> and Hawkeye420 also says hit the like button, y'all. Thank yes, you, you Hawkeye420. Um, but yeah, like I look, if he benches him, it's a problem. If he doesn't bench him, it's a problem. I just kind of fucked Steve. He should have Okay, th- this is. He should have been benched he, tonight. I agree. But he, like, you don't need to bench these guys. Like, this is the thing that drives me fucking nuts because of the way Tibbs presents information. Like, you are allowed to do more than one fucking sub-pattern in a game or a half. Like, it doesn't need to be, okay, RJ plays this minute, then Quick comes in. Either Quick closes the game forever or RJ comes back in and he closes the game. You can be like, oh, I'm going to bring RJ in to start the fourth. RJ's playing like shit. Okay, I'm going to bring Quick back in. Like, he doesn't ever adjust like that he doesn't ever think like that it's it's just these endless mindless 17 minute rotations of guys like how many straight minutes are hardenstein play to close the game probably like 20 i'll tell you in 20 seconds if you just keep talking bet that number is high <laughs> it's gotta be he's it's always a, a large number like what was the stretch he played the other night like straight 21. it was like what 21 straight minutes to end the game. He, he, I, 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 I'm pretty sure he played the entire fourth, right? Hardenstein? He. I don't think he was. Was he into start? He did. He was. He was. So, so he, at, at the bare minimum, he played 17 straight minutes to close the game. This is not like. Uh, he, he was 21 because he played uh, four yeah. minutes in third. Like, this is not productive. This is terrible. Even if you don't, like, yes, you want, okay, you want Hardenstein to fourth. <laughs> You want Hardenstein to, to fucking to, to play, to close the game. Fine. Buy him two minutes in the middle of the fourth quarter. Just leave Obi in. Put Randall in. Play small for a few minutes. Like, 
This is the shit that drives me absolutely bananas. What if Obi misses his threes? Then what do I do? Well, I mean, look, Tyrese will be there to be like, I told y'all, Obi ain't got it. (laughs) (laughs) Tyrese is my Tyrese is my Tyrese is my number one. He's your muse. <laughs> you can't say the word "op" during this month. Goddamn. Speaking Even of, you op, say the word "op" makes me I'm, feel like I'm cool, it. dude. I'm, hello, I'm hello, cool, fellow dude. kids. Yeah, I'm not forty. How do you do? Speaking of ops, we have failed to mention. Clyde just completely sniping RJ from the. Dude, I think he might hate RJ better with a passion. No, but he he hates all the young guys on the team. Like, as like quickly will like make one bad play or something, and he'll be like, "This is what quickly's got to get better at defense, folks." I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Like, like I'm like, and then he'll be like, like he'll just like Brunson will like fucking like fart in the lane or something, <laughs> leave his guy wide open. He'll be like, "Oh, folks, you know, that's a tough he's, rotation." He's Dude, he Clyde is he's he's senile though. Then vice versa, he compliments young guys on other teams. Yeah, the exact same way. But but he also like Clyde also just loves like Ishmith. So Clyde, (laughs) dude, I wish I wish we had the I wish they had to give an MSG tomorrow because like he would be slurping the Melton. Is Melton not playing? No, we ESPN. You have to give an ESPN. We're on ESPN. Tomorrow. Oh, right, right, right. No MSG broadcast. So the two things I want to say is, on a back-to-back, a lot of coaches in the NBA will coach differently because, like, like for example, like this is this is how I feel. If you're gonna play the minutes that he played these minutes, these guys tonight, you have to win that game. You have to. I don't care what it is. You have to win that game. If you don't win that game, I I have zero. I'm if the Knicks win tomorrow, I'll be shocked. I'll be so shocked. And I already, I think the Sixers are generally a bad matchup for us, especially without Mitch. But like, after having played the the minutes they did, mm-hmm. go on. I, look, I don't know what the, the spread is going to be. I don't know what the spread's going to be. It might be like six and a half, seven. I I would take Philly on that shit because I just don't see how these guys have the legs for this. It's another physically draining game, emotionally draining game, mentally draining game. Um, They've played a shit ton of these now. All we can root for is the hardened stinker. That's really all we have to root for. When is the last game the Knicks had that was like normal down the stretch? Huh? Oh, wow. That is like. I I don't know the schedule. Shit. I feel like it's been like two weeks of just like the spread right now. I see on Fanduel is opening up at Knicks Mm. plus six. Look at that. Look at me setting fucking Uh, book over here. They don't even have it on DraftKings. The last normal game the Knicks played down the stretch, it might have been, but no, not even. No, oh, you got to go back. You got to go. It's like three weeks or something, man. The Suns game. Yeah, that's like three weeks ago, right? Yeah, that's almost a month ago. Yeah, like the Knicks have just more than a month ago. Yeah. What about just... the Pacers game? What am I misremembering about the Pacers game? That was uh, six. TJ Bacalo bringing them nearly all the way back. Yeah. They had the lead at one point. Yeah. yeah. And we were up like 17. Yeah, and then and then their worst player got injured, uh, and then they came back. The fake all-star. The wannabe all-star? Tyrese he... thinks he should be an all-star. I do not. You said Tyrese sucks. Because... You said Drew Holiday earlier. Yeah, well, fucking Tyrese Halliburton. Maybe. Thanks. Seems like a biased opinion. I said that. I, notice no, he said, I said that. First names. 
Oh, you assume that Tyrese likes him because he has the same first name as him? Oh, I'm not assuming anything. I just can't help but Why notice. would Tyrese like a worse Tyrese? <laughs> Dude, have you not seen the Super Bowl clip? They keep yeah. between them. It's a kind of annoying. <laughs> All I'm saying, his first thought earlier was Drew Holiday when we said Jalen Brunson should have been. Yeah, because Drew Holiday, it was a fraud. I don't no, know. Okay, relax. Not yeah. fraud. But he, he, Brunson's better. Calm down. We save fraud talk for people that we need to have agendas against, okay? Yes! We don't, we need, have... we don't need to have an agenda against Drew Holiday. That's you, don't watch, you don't watch this one now. Could be, me and Sam You're just mad that Drew Holiday is, is a good-looking man. Drew Holiday has cost me too much money. I don't like Drew that Holiday. That sounds like a you problem, bro. I, I will like never either. bet... We're not betting. Yeah, all right, Sam. Just say you say just say you got a problem. (laughs) (laughs) The only reason why okay, I said the only reason why he's in Utah is because he has a white wife. Continue. (laughs) That definitely bought him out. That definitely got him an extra vote with the coaches. Exactly. Can we can we just like throwing this out there? I know this is a post-game stream. Are we allowed to like not talk about the Knicks? Can we just talk about like some trade deadline stuff? Dude, Kyrie Irving, let's talk about we can. No. I just want to get to this comment though. Yeah. Um, Blood of the Panta. Ooh, that's a new name. New <laughs> name, name in the stream. He's, 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 he said, he's, I just came here to see how Tyrese felt about Randall getting his soul snatched. Don't care, all-star I want. <laughs> okay, also, that was that was another okay. I tweet how is that a fucking foul? There's nothing about that that's a foul. Do you know that media, media members on Twitter were clowning tips for challenging that? For uh, what? I mean, that's not a foul. And I mean by by the NB the NBA's definition. Sword. The NBA's definition, apparently, according to them, when R.J. Barrett got fucking hung on his arm by Scotty Bitch Boy Barnes, uh, <laughs> they fucking, he, what was it? Oh, he didn't materially impact uh, R.J.'s ability to make the dunk. Didn't I mean, Randall materially impact Norman Powell's ability to make the dunk? Didn't look like it to me. So I mean, for fuck? me, I called it a stupid challenge because you know you're not going to win that challenge. Like that's a that's a call that you know like they're not going to reverse that call. I no I I don't agree. I watched on the replay. I it didn't look like a foul to me on the replay. What like how is that a foul? I don't think so either. I don't think that's a foul. He dunks it and then Randall makes contact after the dunk and he barely makes contact. He like great. He like you know he like lovingly caressed his arm. <laughs> lovingly caressed. Yeah. He it, it was not. It was a love. It was you know oh you know nice. Even moisturizing, it feels good. Like it, it, it was not a serious. There's no serious contact. It was a bullshit. Call. <laughs> Tyrese is going like this one. <laughs> JL says playoff Drew Holiday rivals <laughs> RJ Barrett for the most inefficient games you'll that ever. That shit see. might break the backboard like Shaq. <laughs> no. I don't even, even want to watch that shit. It's the first one to twenty minute shots. That shit might take. That shit might happen in the first quarter. God. Dude, Dr- Dr- Drew in the playoffs is like. That that guy RJ Barrett so in the regular season. Like, no, it's it's nineteen seven five and one one point three steals. Like he's having a good season, and we know he's playing elite defense. Right, I don't yeah. care about your holiday. All star to me. He will be on my shit list. Can, can, can I tell you? Definitely over anybody named Tyrese. Anyone? <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck Tyrese Maxey too, and Tyrese Hunter. Can, can I tell you my favorite uh, Drew Holiday box score in a playoff game? Oh my god! No, I can't no. wait for this. <laughs> this. Like rebounds? No, all right. So this is uh, this is a game that he actually had that they won. Okay, five of twenty three from the field, two of nine from three, one of two from the free throw line, seven boards, eight assists, uh, one turnover. He finished plus three this game. 
No, yeah. that this is this is thirteen that's, point. That, that's the game seven. That's game seven against Brooklyn. Five oh my of three. God. Yo, this is like I swear, I swear, man. I, I feel like, like he made shots in the fourth quarter, though. He like, made like one five. shot in the fourth quarter. It was a really was nice. Chris Middleton oh, had he, made, more shots. he made three shots. He made three shots. Yeah, but he made like one really nice like step back midi. That was it was good. Five of twenty three. Like when if anybody ever tells you like Giannis has too much help, you should <laughs> literally pull up the box score of this game and show it to them. Because this is what it, Chris Middleton and Chris. This is Chris Middleton's side of that game, by the way. Nine of twenty-six. Jesus. Two of seven from the from three. Ten rebounds, six assists. He did have five steals, which is insane. Uh, Twenty twenty-three points though on twenty-six shots. Giannis, by the way, fifteen of twenty-four from the field. Thirteen boards, five assists, one block. Forty points. Uh, yeah, fuck Chris Middleton too. He's on my shit list. No, oh, I like I like I like both those I like both those guys, but. It's like there's a they left Giannis out to dry and like yeah, a lot of a, those there's a, difference, there's a difference between like like yo do you remember after they won that championship people were seriously being like oh well Giannis got to play with Middleton and Drew how is that any different from LeBron playing with Wade and Bosh I'm like are you fucking serious it's right like now? folks completely yeah. forgot like what happened in the Brooklyn series there were so many games in that Brooklyn series where it's like dog where the hell are Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday like what the hell where did they go dog. Like, if the game wasn't in Wisconsin, Chris Middleton just didn't show up to play. Like, if it wasn't there, he was checked out. They have they have Holiday shooting over six threes per game this season. That is absolutely wild. <laughs> I think that a lot of that is that, that came from, like, Middleton just not being there, and he had to just and take up yeah, all I guess that usage. That has to go somewhere. Also, the Nuggets are going to beat the Hawks, which means they are now 17-0 and zero this season when Jokic gets a triple-double. Hmm. Interesting. That's my MVP. On the bright side, I gave it a half ahead of the Hawks for the eight seed. So you know what? It could be worse. It all connects. Time's a flat circle. Um can I I'm just I want to throw this out there. Can you guess what Drew Holiday's true shooting percentage was in the NBA finals that year? Oh, I was gonna say his true shooting this year. But uh it was forty four. What? It was forty four point one. So ass. Like, like, so, so I look, this is this. I I love Drew, I love but he is he is the notorious uh, Jamal Murray 40 balls tonight. What the hell is going on? Who had a 40 ball tonight? Jamal Jamal Murray, Murray. is that game over? Yeah, um, basically, basically. yeah. Did Bones play? No, can we trade for Bones? No. <laughs> if I have to watch Bones Highland on my team, I'm going to blow a gasket. My eyes are gonna pop out. That's not what you said in the that's not what you said in the Discord. I'm not saying it because Twitter. I like our YouTube channel. <laughs> but saying it out loud, dude. If I have to watch Bones Highland play basketball, I don't care what Stacy says. He's not good. I, I I actually I like Bones as a prospect. I don't but, care. No, no, hold on. I agree with you. I actually don't like anything. What he said was he was going to ill K his eye self may. No, I I don't like anything I've seen of him in the NBA. Like, I don't like the way he carries himself. I don't like saying he's a thug. I mean, yeah, yeah, he's a thug. You know, he's got to he's got to get a nice crew cut. Is that or George Carl? You watch these Nuggets games when he's playing. This guy's just out here. He'll take like a 30 foot three and it's like. It's like, bro, who Why? are you? Who and also like, who are you? Like, you're Bones Island. You're not fucking Damian Lillard. You're not Steph Curry. You're not Emmanuel Quickly. Yeah, you're. And Quick doesn't even do that shit. And Quick, if he does do that not shit, anymore. you know what he do? He'd get back on defense. 
He'd probably get you a rebound or something. Like, this guy doesn't play defense. He doesn't I remember do- quickly 30-foot pull-ups. It was the time. It was the time. It's going to come back when we get a, a coach that doesn't. Every like, time I hear Bones, Neuter name, has I keep hearing team. about that Key and Peel skit. That just comes to my mind. Bones. Dude, yeah. like, like Kevin O'Connor was like Bones highlight for me quickly straight up. For he whatever should... reason. I would. Wait, 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 wait. Do you know wait, what Kevin, wait, Kevin wait, O'Connell? Like... Kevin O'Connell needs like. No, Kevin uh, I don't know. I don't know if he. I don't know if Kevin, Kevin O'Connor is familiar. <laughs> Kevin O'Connor. I don't know if Kevin O'Connor is familiar with uh, the French Revolution, but right. he might need to get robes peered for that take. Wow! Wow! I don't know that reference, but it's probably something that's very vicious and brutal because <laughs> we all know how Schwinn can be, <laughs> especially when it comes to Emmanuel quickly. That is, um, that is Tyrese knows. I, I know. <laughs> I know. I know too much about French history. Oh, my God. Um, That's a wow. reference. That, like, I'm not finding a definition get. for the verb. It's a person. <laughs> the actual act. 24 seconds. Robespierre was the was a head figure of the French Revolution. Right, and if you know what the French seconds. Revolution was famous for, you could piece it all together. <laughs> all I'm saying is, your name's 24 seconds. Nobody likes a bragger, okay? All I'm, all, all I'm saying is Tyrese is apparently the only man of culture here. I love history. I, <laughs> I feel like I, I didn't even need to, like, research the reference to kind of get it. I, Dude, context, being Rose a teacher, Pierre. you catch on to context clues really quickly. Sam's teaching his his kids ABCs, not about the French Revolution. Yeah, I'm teaching four year olds how to like Okay. Also, we have to talk about the Kawhi thing. Sorry, not the Kawhi, uh, the, Ky- the Kyrie thing, because I just think this is. Oh, just just real quick though, I want to say this. Uh, just before we move to Kyrie, um, one, the Clippers definitely do need a point guard. I don't know. So Kyrie is the right point guard. But two, uh, really like. Kawhi looks very good. Like he, he looks, he's, he's back. He's got his bounce back. He's the best player uh, in the they, world. They just, they just, they just have to. They, I like this is. They, I don't care about what, whatever bullshit load management they got to do. Just do it. Make sure that guy gets to the playoffs healthy. Because if they have this guy, if they have this version of Kawhi, and they got this version of Paul George in the playoffs, nobody wants to play them. Not they're a, fuck, not they're, a, they might win the fucking. Yeah, goal. not a fucking soul wants to play these guys in the playoffs. I promise you that. And if they get, if they get Kyrie Irving, they're winning. They're winning. The so what would what would a Kyrie? They, apparently, they made they uh, the reporters they made a serious offer for him, right? I don't know what yeah. that means. I mean, I would assume it's probably. Do like, they, do, can they, they? So they can they trade their twenty twenty eight first or something? Yes, they can. But they can't trade twenty thirty yet, right? Uh, I can double check that just to make sure. I don't think uh, they, like the furthest. Actually, it is twenty twenty three now. So I, I think they can trade twenty eight and thirty. So, no, 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 no. Yeah, 28 and 30. Yes. So if they can trade 28 and 30, and then you put Terrence, like, wait, no, 20, put... uh, they can trade 28. No, 30 is not here yet. Okay. So just 28. So yeah. it'd be like what? Like a serious offer that would still allow the. But no, 2030 is here. What am I saying? Yeah, 2030 is here. I'm dumb. Why is yeah. this just like the idea that somebody's going to give up two firsts for half a season of Kyrie? Well, it's not 
half a season technically if you want to keep him or if you're willing to give him. If you're trading for him, you're you're trading for him with the expectation that you're going to give him the contract. With Kyrie that Irving, there are no expectations. Dude, well, no, the expectation is you're going to give him the contract. That yeah, you wants. know, it's not, it's not about Kyrie. It's about it's about what you're yeah. going to do. It's <laughs> like, not about Kyrie until Kyrie makes it about Kyrie. Okay, yeah, yeah but it's about it's more so about like what you're going to do for him. Kyrie, so Kyrie is a very spiritual soul. He all he cares about is making sure that he gets his next max contract. <laughs> yeah, but like ultimately speaking, like they have the trade package to get him, and if they do get him, then like they're that team. Like I, nobody, nobody's beating that team. I'm sorry. Wait, they, yeah, they're the best team in the NBA. Then yeah, Jail is continuing be. to be ruthless. By the way, in the comments. Kawhi, Kawhi stinks. Roman makes anyone in this league look good. True. When Randall has a stinker, the comments on here they can get brutal, man. No, you know what, man? You gotta say I was shitting on Randall before the year, and Tyrese was sitting here praising his good graces. But uh, I was saying, I was saying, buy the dip, and nobody wanted to believe me. And look at me now. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you're right. Buy the dip, but Uh, all all that part again. Say it again. Thank you. Say it again. I was what? Bald? <laughs> I know you're not bald. I just don't know how the Clippers get there from a salary standpoint. They get there because they can trade Terrence Mann. It's right. Mann, Luke Kennard, Robert Covington. They, they have. Are they going to trade Robert Covington? They don't have a backup center. Who do? They don't have a backup they'll, center. They'll get, well, they'll get one in the buyout market. I hundred percent. They'll get a, they'll get a center in the buyout market. They they can trade Reggie Jackson, Robert. Like they have a bunch of. They're not going to trade both Reggie and John Wall though. They're going to want to have a backup for Kyrie. So it's one of the. Well, they definitely don't want John Wall. So I'll tell you that no. for sure. So they're going to keep Reggie. I mean, like, they can do something like. Did Reggie even off. play in the second half? I don't think Reggie no. played. Period. Did Reggie play period? He played in the first. He half. did. He did. He played in the first half. Yeah. He played more. He probably would have. The thing is, they have so many guys. They 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 have so they could trade fucking Marcus Morris. To, like honestly, I think that would be fine. Like he'd not, you know. Yeah. Thank, he, shout he out Marcus like, Morris for getting us Emmanuel quickly, but yeah, you do like Marcus Morris, Luke Kennard, and like it's gonna be like twenty five years from now, we're still gonna like, Yo, shout out to that, Marcus Morris, that, man. That, yeah, shout out. That, that's enough salary, though. Right I, I think they would keep Terrence Mann. They're trying to keep Terrence Mann in the deal. Yeah, they can try, but at, at the end of the day, if, if the Nets are like, no, we need Terrence Mann. Terrence Mann, Kyrie, you, you should do a that. less first round pick, in my opinion. I mean, I don't, I don't think they care about the first round picks, really. I don't even care that much. Like, I like Terrence Mann. I think Terrence Mann got really overrated after that one playoff game that he had. Yeah, he did. But at the same time, though, like he's I young talent. Terrence Mann would dunk on you. So, well, yeah, I would. I would hope that he would dunk <laughs> on you. Just five eight and those. Like, I would hope so. I'm five eight. So they can do the jump John Wall, Robert Covington, Luke Kennard, and Amir Coffee. Yeah, I guess like they get they they can trade for Kyrie Irving. Amir yeah. Coffee, future Nick. I want Amir Coffee. So yeah. I like Amir Coffee. Amir I like, Coffee like him. Just like Tyrese, do you like him more than RJ Barrett? Yes, dude, that's a low fucking bar. <laughs> no, no, he doesn't. Come on, come no, on. stop it, dude. I like RJ Barrett. Okay, I would say like my, my least fit, the worst the worst person I would take over RJ Barrett is probably like. Eric no. Uh, let me think about this. Denny uh, Abdija. I hate Denny Abdija. You know what? Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon's good. Exactly. I would take, like, I think Aaron Gordon's finally my cutoff point before. I'm like, okay, yeah, no, I'm not having this conversation. I would. Schwinn, who's like you would, you would before? take Aaron Gordon over him, or you? No, I'm saying like I, I like Aaron Gordon more than I like RJ Barrett. 
So and that's that's the that's the worst guy that you would. That's the cutoff point. Okay. That's like. Like I decently think RJ Barrett is a good NBA player. I just don't want him on my fucking team. No, I mean I get it. You just you have high standards for him because you know he's the third overall pick. Yeah, and he's Jamaican, and you're like, come on, like represent. Yeah, exactly. Man, I like no Jamaican man. <laughs> like, come on, dude. But I, I get it. Like, you're like represent us better, bro. Like, if they're like Zach Levine, I'm like, okay, shut the fuck up. You know. <laughs> but if if you're like, oh, you oh, Curtis Albert, I'm like, yeah, I'll kill you. Like. let me just sorry let me just (laughs) saturday saturday night late game this is what you saturday night nick (laughs) saturday night nick's good to you colin is allegedly drinking water by the way out of the bottle i'm off the wagon until schwinn drags his bum ass to the city (laughs) same you are. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like that Kyrie Irving thing is like ridiculous. But like it kind of feels like I so... think they should trade. Like they either there's only to me there's only like this is kind of self evident. But like either they just should be like we're not training you, so you like if they if they think that he will still play after the trade deadline, he's not. I think they, I think they should keep him. The, like hundred percent. I think I think if they if they if they are of the like if they believe. That once the trade deadline passes mm-hmm. and he knows he can't get traded and he'll play, they should keep him. That's the what pro- I think they the should problem do. is like he's you've tanked that locker room. Like you you would tank that locker room. Okay, but you say this, but like they've like Durant demanded a train in the offseason. That didn't happen. Didn't Kyrie demand a train in the offseason? Did I forget that? Or yeah, he that did. Happen? Yeah. And like like their locker room is like impervious. They're just like, this is just another day. This to be fair, like they started day. off really shitty, and then they, they came back tonight. They came out yeah. seventy-five down or whatever. Because Thomas is somehow good at the basketball, but like, no, he's not. Yeah, the, the, the Wizards just. Oh yeah, I've never. Team. They're a team like that's a team that just genuinely they need a point guard so bad. Yeah, favorite might save them. That I agree. I like they. I, I this is my theory is like if the Wizards actually like risked it for the biscuit and got Fred VanVleet. I don't think a lot of teams want to see them in the playoffs, man, because they're a weird ass team to match up with. They're yeah, a very weird ass. Do you want to pay Fred VanVleet and like Kyle Kuzma in the same offseason? And Porzingis. Oh yeah, shit. He has an option too. That just feels disgusting. I mean, look that that's the risk. But I'm saying just from a basketball perspective, think of this: would... if your starting five was Van Vliet, Beal, Kuzma, Porzingis, Gafford, and, and... play Porzingis the five. That's not a team that's like very convenient to match up with for a lot of like around the like Porzingis. Look, that guy, like, you remember when he was in New York and we were like, man, he can't post up Marcus Smart? Let me tell you something. He can post up Marcus Smart now. He can do it. He's like pretty good at it. He's like, can he post up RJ. Yes, he can post up RJ. I could post up RJ. You could post, post up RJ. RJ. Sam might be able to post up RJ. I'm not Sam sure. can post up RJ because he's like six foot seven for whatever. I'm six foot two. Let's relax. Yeah. Let's, let's relax. I, I told him the Jalen Brunson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at me. I'm Sam. I'm taller than Jalen Brunson. I, that's I'm like really a low bar to clear. Jalen Brunson's like five foot ten oh, on a good day. Let me tell you something. That's that's a high bar to clear for some of us. Yeah. <laughs> speaking from experience. Oh man. No, but the Kyrie thing is great. Like, I don't know. It's it's pretty interesting. At least at least with Kyrie, uh he's brought some life to this deadline. And I will say this, my take is because, at least there's no character concerns. 
Yes, exactly. Really good guy. Um, loves all the people of the world equally. Uh, <laughs> um, no, but, is he, like, but, but is he the first one in or the last one out? <laughs> <laughs> no, but my big thing is like, so with Kyrie doing this, I think so. Like there, the other uh, rumor report or like suitors for OG were what they were Memphis, Memphis, New Orleans, and Phoenix, and, and Phoenix. right? If you're those teams, one first first of all, I want to get this. I think Phoenix should just go in and get Kyrie. Like I think they are a guard away if Booker is healthy from getting to the finals. And I hundred percent believe in 2023, Kyrie is better than Chris Paul. So if you want to take a shot, that's your shot to take. My other thing is any of these teams will look at this situation, I think, and be like, well, if we can get if if Kyrie's gonna leave, does that make Durant an option in the offseason? And then do we want to trade for OG now? And I don't think they will, because I think they'll be like, well, no, let's keep our fucking powder dry. Cause if KD comes available in the offseason, we want to have a package for that. So I wonder if this kind of low key helps us in our OG in our OG. Sorry. Was that like was that like a fucking biker gang outside your house? Yeah. The mean streets of Texas. <laughs> I lived in the highway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I do wonder if like this helps us get OG. I and, mean, and I also and my final thing is at a cheaper just, price. You mean? Yeah, at at the price that we're offering anyway. And the and the last thing I'll say about OG is like I have a lot of reservations about him. But the more I look at like just the st- statistical profile of this next team in terms of what they're good at, what they suck at, and then you know obviously the shit we see on the court and all that stuff, like it's the one profile we're missing. And I do think he addresses needs that like, yeah, yeah, OG like it, it's, help, I, he would help. Like I have a lot of concerns about him offensively, but I think it's so bad. Like, I'm just gonna say this. I think Brunson and Randall are good enough offensively that they can just like bludgeon their way to like a respectable yeah. level. Like they're it'll like, be fine. <laughs> it'll man, my, my my only thing, my only reservation about an OG acquisition is um price aside, um just like utilizing him to his opti- his ultimate optimization. Like, cause like I feel like what is so good about how um the Raptors use him as they use him at the four a ton, and I just don't think that... oh, not a ton, you. but they use it you. at the four. Um a, I don't like... think they, they use him as like a two to four. I don't really think they play him at the four a lot. They don't I, not, not a ton, but they use him. I mean, compared to like how we would use him. But, but, like... but you but you like I what I think what Sam's saying is like if you trade for him, that should be part of like the reason yes. for it. Yes, is he would open up that possibility. Yes. Yeah, I, I ultimately I think you trade Obi. If you're getting OG, I would trade Obi Toppin, and I would basically just make OG start in the starting lineup. RJ would be benched, but it's not going to happen. Um, okay, realistically, for like, would you like go- cream? Would you like cream yourself if they traded for <laughs> OG and RJ came off the bench after that? God, I would be doing backflips in a San Antonio fucking woods. Anyway, I'm just making sure it's like optional to post the comments, right? Like you can- I, I, I opted. I wouldn't pull that one off. Just making sure. Okay, so like, so the- I just want to read this off. Constantine Metricos, Hasbullah, man. It's, okay, it's funny. Not the first time I've heard it, unfortunately. So like when. 
from a fit standpoint, the best fit I think would be Grimes and OG. Um, because well, yes. Grimes can defend the point of attack, OG can defend the best wing. Uh, Grimes could be in the second best wing. Grimes Ideally so, speaking, Grimes is so good, by the way. Oh my god, yeah, exactly. He's, so good. he's been a eater, man. About damn time. He wasn't hitting shit for the three for like oh two weeks, but like yeah. But yeah, like ideally the best fit would be Grimes and OG. OG would basically be the quote unquote third guy to line up. And then you have like RJ Barrett and IQ like wrecking fools off the bench. I just but, need Grimes to get some proactive, bro. <laughs> he he got the uh he got the DeMar DeRozan cystic yeah. acne. Um like you're a millionaire, bro. Like let's come on. We don't need any more proactive. <laughs> yeah, we, we we have better solutions. So figure them out. We, we got Cerebi, but like <laughs> <laughs> we can move off that shit. <laughs> No more fucking exiles with Cerevi. Dude, that shit is fire. Anyway, um, sponsored by Cerevi, but not really. Um, I'm working on it. Anyway, back to the back to the topic at hand. I mean, like, I think OG fits this team. Like in terms of like, they need a wing defender. He hits a decent amount of his threes. It's just a matter of like, and for like, I think for the eventual contending team, the next one to build, having a player like OG and it'll be makes a ton of sense in this roster. I just, which is exactly why all this smoke, and then they won't do it. <laughs> I think it's like I think they're probably in the lead right now for him because like we know the Knicks offer, we know the Pelicans aren't going to fucking like do Dyson Daniels in the Lakers spot because why would they do that? And then we know Memphis probably isn't getting involved, so like it really just kind of feels like it's between. Hey, why do we know that Memphis isn't going to get involved? Because I feel like a lot of the smoke that's come out of basically like Memphis doesn't want to get involved. Like that whole oh the Pelicans and Memphis are like trying to like. Been against each other. That was bullshit. It's also yeah, smoke screen season. Yeah, exactly. It's in the NBA. Like, I, Toronto, I would want Brandon Clark. Yeah, like, makes amongst sense. other things. Not to mention, like you kind of feel like if if you feel like Katie is pretty pretty much available, give me, like, give, bring me Santi Aldama or Jake Laravia. Yeah, dude. Like also, yeah, they don't have fucking prospects to trade. Like if you don't like aside from Zaire Wilson, who fucking sucks. Like you know the the thing with Memphis that's funny is um. They're effectively like the Knicks West with superior top end talent. Arguably, I think they're just deployed better. But I'm not gonna. I don't want to get into that anymore. I'm just gonna say they have better top end talent. But like they have no depth right now. Their depth sucks ass. No, he never moved me. Uh, and and the other thing, which is funny, is that Melton trade was a fucking disaster. That, that was a fucking disaster. It was so stupid. They traded Melton for the pick that became Roddy. And Roddy basically comes on the court every night. And, and does a jumbo Tyus Jones he, impersonation he, on the court. He, takes, the X, he takes X-Lax and shits on the fucking <laughs> logo. Like, he's fucking garbage right now. Um, so they're, they're in a weird situation. But, like, they do have all their picks. They have the, that that Warriors pick, too, right? I think it's, like, yeah, it's, it's, like four, it's like top four protected next year yes. or something. Um like they do have that. Are they going to put that on the table for OG? Would they? I feel if they like think they, that takes them over the top, maybe. Well, I think of it this way, right? So they might. Let's say they do. If you're a team, and you're looking at, let's say that. So let's say let's say the Knicks offer is the three protected picks they got for the 11th pick, right? And let's say Memphis is like, well, we'll give you an unprotected pick this year of ours, and we will give, or even next year. And we'll give you um, that Warriors pick. What's a better deal? Knicks. 
That's what exactly like. Like you can sit there and be like, "Well, it's unprotected. Anything could happen." Like, all right, bro, really? Like, like what are we right now? Like right now, like, they're like, really? 20, can anything happen, or do we 20, think odds matter and probabilities matter? It'd be twenty fifth right now. Like the Knicks could literally do something like, "Okay, we'll give you the Bucks pick. We'll give you our own unprotected twenty twenty four pick," and they nobody could be unprotected. Pick. Yeah, twenty twenty four. I would I w- I would never trade an unprotected pick for OG if I'm the Knicks. I mean I I agree with the sentiment, but at the same time though, like if you have two picks this year, I don't think they use a pick next year anyway. It's kind of my mindset. I hate the way I hate I hate that logic. You're right. I, but I do we think logic. there's a way we can get Scotty Barnes in the deal? No, no, dude. We can't offer 17 first round picks. How could we? <laughs> you're talking about you're talking about the prototypical wing of the future, right? There, you can't. Do I that. want the Knicks to trade for Scotty so he can play like eight minutes a game. When I when I think of the when I think of the NBA moving in the future, I only think about Scotty Barnes. It's remember it's it's Scotty Barnes, Santi Aldama. It's his league now. It, it's his league. <laughs> no, but seriously, like I, I think realistically, speaking, cover I got next. <laughs> yeah, like legitimately, I wouldn't be surprised if the deals like the Dallas pick this year, Knicks twenty twenty four unprotected, and then maybe like Washington or like the Washington pick. You do that. So I guess the only reason, uh, like the downside, the reason I guess I wouldn't do that is I just think like I don't know if OG guarantees you. Top six playoff position next year. Yeah, I I don't I agree with that, but at the same time though, like but, right, right, like I don't know, and I, I I'm with you on that. Like, I get why you would make that deal. My the risk is that I don't know if he would guarantee it. I would at least want like, and I think you could probably get like, hey, look, can we at least, like let's get top two protection on this? Like, I'm doing like top four. I'm doing whatever. Yeah, like I think you can get protection on it to that level because that's all all you're protecting for is like. If the pick jumps, right? There's no, there's nothing else you're protecting for there. Like, hey, if the pick jumps, we keep the pick. If not, you get it. Whatever the fuck it is, yeah. I think you can probably negotiate that. The Bulls negotiated that for Vucevic, um, and you know the Bulls are really, really yeah. well run. They're really <laughs> good at the team. Jalen Noel, Noel was a good player, by the way, Zach. I'm he so is, but he's been, he's, he's been really dog shit. Yeah, he's yeah. been bad this year. Who was it? Uh, Fisher today in his Yahoo notebook was like, they're probably going to trade Nas Reed because they won't have any money to. Yeah, they, he wants like ten mil, right, a year or some yeah. shit like that. Yeah, he was the MLA. Dude, uh, Jake Fisher was hey, smoking. Yeah, he was smoking a fucking joint at the fucking Eagles game last week. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I also am not sure about how much I should be reading into his Yahoo notebooks. Uh, awesome. <laughs> like, like, all right. Like, Zach look, says man. we should give. Um, Dude, just keep doing blow. Jalen Noel the Vidal's the contract. <laughs> Zach to stop fucking typing. Get back to Photoshop. <laughs> the Vidal's <Vildoza> contract. <laughs> oh my god, movie. Oh man. Also, oh man, remember when also, we were hyping up Vildoza? Good times. Great. Where we all change all of our pictures were changed to like that picture of like fucking what is it called Dragon Knight with the damn beret on. <laughs> just you. All the Argentinians <laughs> love that picture. I don't know why. Dude, that, that was, was like hilarious. that was like the one time that playoffs was the one time I changed my profile picture and I changed it to like the Julius and the Dipset shirt picture. Yeah. 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 Wow, that was wild time. You're the reason why he sucks shit. 
Okay. Yeah, it was my fault that he sucked shit for like a year after that. Get the fuck out of here, Tyree. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I guess we go over some of it. Count on Vic. Uh, she's looking good in this picture. Dog yeah, what? <laughs> Dog what? <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I thought we were just having like a free for all space here. <laughs> no, no. We're not thirsty. Wow. <laughs> Anyways. Those are contract. <laughs> and no, I was addressing the comment ask, here. Before you Look. ask, I would give her the Bulldozer contract. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. We're, we're late night. We reached the late night part of the. It's fine. Knicks. It's it's a, it's, a, it's a Saturday night. It's Saturday the Knicks, night. The Knicks have broke our brains on a Saturday night. Also, like that Jared Vanderbilt and Malik Beasley for. Oh yeah, let's Kobe talk about that. Birth, that was the most dis- like. Danny Age is working overtime to try to yeah. get something. Yeah, I building say, up trade value. I gotta say, the, the, this like yo Nick's Twitter, yo, there are too many people. Every time there's a rumor out, they just they absolutely need to lose the, their the minds. most like negative interpretation. Let me tell you something. For that report to come out, it was from it was from Basketball Insiders, Michael Scotto. Has Michael uh, Scotto has Michael Scotto ever in his sounds right like life a fake Michael anything. Scott? Yeah, from like the office. Has he ever been right about anything? Horrible show, by the way. Continue. Two, has he ever been right about anything related to the Knicks? Like, I, I don't know about the first one, but I definitely know the second one is not right. Um, he also said, I think earlier this week, something like quickly wouldn't get a first in, in a trade. And it's like, motherfucker, let me meet you on the street. Like, <laughs> like we need to talk. Like, get the fuck out of here. That's crazy, Doug. Schwinn with his like fuck you gonna get his fucking heels on be five cents. I'm, I'm I'm about to get my fucking I'm about to put my fucking Indian, dog shit I'm, about, I'm gonna I'm gonna get my kurta on, bro. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, we have lost it. <laughs> but no, but like like I mean he's saying this nonsense and then he comes out with the support. Okay, fine. We hear the support. Everyone's like, oh, my God, why would the Knicks do this deal? Why would they trade up first to get Jared Vanderbilt and Malik Beasley? This is a terrible trade. Why are – and the, the report was there was an exploratory trade talk, right? That was the report? Yes. If one of these teams is more interested – which team is more interested in having exploratory trade talks for their players? Probably the team that didn't want to be good this year versus yeah. the team that wants to be good this year. Like the Knicks are, I, I, I guarantee the Knicks are not trading a protected fucking first for Jared Vanderbilt to play ten minutes off the bench, and Malik Beasley to play ten minutes off the bench. Get the fuck out of here! Like, what do we like? No, there's no fucking shot. That's Gibbs is a completely normal guy. He just has this one weird thing where he <laughs> really likes his rim protected. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we need bigs. He's just—it's just like like if you and and the funny thing is like Vanderbilt's actually younger than Obi, and I think and he's, he's a, good. He's better. Yeah, than I I, I like. Okay, all right, enough. He is. Like, enough with you. Enough with you. You're, he's better than Obi. Why you're are you so disgusting. No, he's not. He's not. You. We've never yeah. seen. I get yeah. if you if you trade Vanderbilt here, and you trade Obi to Utah. I promise you, within six months. Obi is viewed as a better player. We have fucking Fred Flintstone as a coach. That doesn't count. But that's my point. You are applying this to everybody but Obi. Oh, Obi sucks. Obi, Obi's 
fucking subjected this idiot fucking war criminal Slobodan Milosevic. Obitov is a good player. I said it on camera. Oh my god. But Earth is about to split open. Breaking news. Tyrese just said Hitler is bad. This is crazy. <laughs> this is we finally got him to say it on camera. This is crazy. But also he doesn't move me anyway. But he doesn't need to move you. The point is like we don't know. We don't actually know what he can do. The one time there's like he's how many games? He's already ten games. He's averaging twenty seven and a half and like three or something in those games. We don't actually know what he can do in minutes that are extended because this coach will never do it. So like you can have your opinion of him and that's fine i don't i don't think it's absurd to think that he's not like more than just a a, a good player like he's fine not new but like we don't know we can't none of us can make the argument because we literally don't know we've never had the opportunity to actually see it and that's why trading him with the protected first for jared vanderbilt is fucking idiotic yeah i agree like i'm not trading protected yeah. like he's the I'm best player going on the field that's all Shane. No, Sadiq is isn't good either. But over Malik Beasley, because at least he offers more than just one way fucking ticket no, for three shooting and turnovers. Yeah, Sadiq Bey is Cam Reddish with a red, with a green stripe in his hair. Like, what are we doing, man? Did you say Sadiq Bey is Cam Reddish? He's he's Cam Reddish with like a Joker personality and green hair. Like, what are we doing, Sadiq Bey? I don't even know if I'm going to entertain that. Sadiq, Sadiq Bey is not a better player. Sadiq Bey is not good. If I wanted a low usage 55 true shooting wing, I would just put Cam Reddish. Chris no, Chris Chris Persianen asks, why is the guy in the upper right corner <laughs> always so angry? Right. It's your mom's fault. Uh, <laughs> say no. his name right. It should not be. It's I, did, I, said, I did say his name. I don't right. think you said his name right. Persianen. Yes, Persianen. I'm also German. I think this is Chris Persianen. <laughs> wow. German. All right, Hartenstein. <laughs> no, I, I the OB thing is just stupid. It's just dumb. Like there's there's no this is like one of the reasons to fire Tibbs. Eighth overall pick that you just don't have information about. That's why we're gonna trade him so that we don't have any more. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just dumb. Like what we're gonna trade him for Vanderbilt? What are we gonna do with that? Like Vanderbilt's gonna like the entire the entire like biggest trade. reason to get Vanderbilt is that he can play like small ball five next to Randall or something, right? And you're just <laughs> never gonna do that with with Tim as your coach. So at the end of the day, like the front office can do like you, you're so limited by a coach that doesn't view personnel as flexible. And so, like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck are you supposed to do with that? I, I don't know. I'm just really sick of like having to talk around how Tibbs sets up the team. Like, it's a fundamental part of the fucking issue, and people don't want to talk about it. Oh, well, like you can't talk about it because you know, Tib- Tibbs is limited. They they don't have shooting. They don't have this thing. They don't have that. Fuck you. Like, what is coaching? Coaching is supposed to be about overcoming fucking issues that your roster has deficiencies your roster has tyloo doesn't have a backup center what did he do did he fucking cry did he go piss his pants tonight did he go fucking like you know like well, no he fucking I really can't it. To any of those things that's not a fair question yeah it, you can he stood on the fucking sideline the entire game he didn't piss his pants you know that uh like I really don't he's wearing black pants 
No, you know it. You didn't wear a diaper. You can trust me. Uh, I have sources. I, uh, source myself. Yeah. Yeah. But like, come on, like, like if you can't, if you can't judge this guy because unless until he has some perfect roster, this is actually part of the reason why I just want to trade for OG because I can already see us like potentially in a playoff series against a team that has wings, and they'll be like, oh well, you didn't have a wing to defend. XYZ play. He oh, well, he didn't have a wing to defend Jason Tatum. How could we judge him? That'll be that would be the new excuse. Because last year the excuse was, well, how can we expect him to hold twenty point leads and have a point guard? I'm like, I mean, they do. Yeah, I cannot agree more with everything you're saying right now. <laughs> but like, point guard, there he is. He's I right. Just he he's he every there's just every excuse in the book for this guy. Every fucking excuse in the book for this guy from his pathetic legion of apologists who probably. <laughs> Also donate to the fucking police benevolent association <laughs> and probably fucking vote for Trump and Don't vote for every fucking scumbag Republican out there. Oh my god. That probably fucking like were like would love to live in, in Staten Island. Just like pray that they live in Staten Island. Oh my god. Wanna live in Staten Island? The Republican fucking uh you know what is it like the the the, the stanchion the republican like like this you know fucking the one place republicans in the northeast can feel at home Stan I don't like people don't know this but tibbs defensive style actually in part influenced trump's original schematic probably, the border he wall. probably is influenced by trump like tibbs tibbs is the funniest guy cuz his entire oh. thing his entire thing is like oh i'm like this fucking tough guy, aggressive coach, and he plays the most cowardly, pathetic, reactionary style of basketball across the board. All his substitutions, all of his rotation decisions are based on what his opponent does. His entire, his entire defense is predicated on not conceding the rim. He basically plays prevent defense for 48 minutes a night. That's what he does. He's, he's fucking Leslie Frazier. That's what he is, this fucking guy. Okay, like there's a reason why every time he goes in the playoffs, yeah, his there, defense, there's the Bills reference. Yeah, th- this defense might be fucking, and it, they have all the best metrics. Oh, they're top three, they're top five. Then he goes to the playoffs, he gets fucking fucked in the face by, by wow, Nate McMillan. Okay. That's the way to say by it. Nate McMillan. <laughs> gets fucking face fucked by Nate McMillan. Like, give me a wow. break. This guy is a fucking clown. His scheme is is actually fine. It's his inability to adjust scheme in game and to opponents. That's criminally atrocious. Um, on top of the fact that his off offense is like all of his offenses is like a 1995 offense with modern spacing. That's it. There's nothing about this offense that is modern other than the spacing, the actions, the play designs, what the, what the goals are. None of it. He's a fucking clown. Fuck him. And fuck anybody that continues to apologize for him or tries to make excuses for him or tries to pretend he's not part of the problem or tries to blame player. Fuck you. Fuck you. You deserve shit, and I hope you get shit, and I hope that somebody shits in your face. Schwinn, he brought us back to the playoffs, man. He's a fucking piece of shit. The garden is protected once again. (laughs) Restore the feeling. Restore the feeling. Oh, man. We're protected. The garden. Um, Kevin Stern says Tom Thibodeau is Osama reincarnated. We have- I actually heard Tibbs. I heard Tibbs. I heard. I heard Tibbs was uh, Colin Farrell's uh, Colin Farrell's stunt double for the Batman. 
<laughs> All right, dude. <laughs> um, whole guy for twenties ask um about the Discord. Um, is Discord fee a one-time thing, or I gotta pay monthly? So my cash app. And you can do all right. All right. It 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 is monthly. It's six month. It's six bucks a month for the Discord. Um, it is worth it. Also, but yeah, yeah, think, of, think about this in text form at like two p.m. on a Tuesday afternoon. This is what yes. Schwinn does. There's never been a twenty-six dollars spent unless it was on nine dollars. Yeah, and sometimes Tyrese chimes in. Sometimes Rarely. James actually James chimes in once a day with like. 15 straight messages. <laughs> the most random. Sometimes you get Doug in there. Zach, we did address Clyde Fraser's comments earlier in the show. I said he was spitting. Yeah, of course yeah. you did. But yeah, we addressed them earlier. You know about that. We stand with Clyde. <laughs> you got to spit on with a senile right old man. You're, sta- you're standing with the fucking Canadian over our. Our franchise go by the way. I just I stand with anybody versus you. That's racist. <laughs> that might be racist. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. The only person on this on this stream that can be racist is Colin. We're all we're all good. Yeah, yeah. And Sam are good. <laughs> on that note, I had some thought. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, let me be racist. <laughs> Yo. Actually, I'm really glad you mentioned that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I am racist. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my god. This podcast for tomorrow is going to be awesome for people. Couldn't help but notice Evan Fournier did not get any minutes tonight. That's all. On French. On French. On French Heritage Night. <laughs> Where Nick Batum put the nail in our coffin. What kind of Clyde, Clyde was so happy to bring that up, by the way. Like 12 times. <laughs> Clyde was like, oh, oh it's French, French heritage. Night. Night. And Nick <laughs> Batum made the shot. I'm like, oh, Clyde, I get it, man. French heritage plus minus minus day. <laughs> <laughs> I love Clyde, but man, this is this 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 has been a rough season for Clyde so far. No, it hasn't. He's been yeah, in peak for what are you talking about? I don't know if, if this is this is not peak Clyde, bro. Get the fuck out of here. Okay, this is like peak dementia Clyde. I love peak it. Dementia. <laughs> it is it, it is just speaks folks. to a lack of a lack of uh, adjustment on Tibbs end because we're getting cooked. <laughs> we're getting cooked by a literal Frenchman. And he doesn't even play <laughs> the only French player on the team. You have to get we have to cancel out the French with the French. Where the fuck is Frank? Get Frank. Oh, I mentioned him. Did you catch that, Schwinn? Oh, yeah, he mentioned it too. He's like, you remember we had used that Frank on the team? French National Heritage Day. Yeah, you remember Frank? We used to have him. Go Bear. Oh, God. Um, All right. So let me get. So Tib said. Yeah, this this is a good point. This is a good comment. Yeah, Kevin. Yeah, um, Kevin Stearns asks, is there any good reason why we didn't foul at the end of regulation when we were up three points? Why were we defending the paint? Um, I think that goes back to the team's overall style of play on defense is to naturally just guard the paint. That's what the head coach has wired into these players. And, you know, this is a really normal guy. There's just one thing (laughs) about him. He really likes his rim protected. Yes. (laughs) Yes. He said after the game. That they have to be more aware, and Brunson echoed the same sentiments. That's, that he just went with his instinct. So it seems like they both. That's he's putting. He's that is fucking bullshit. That is fucking bullshit. You're the fucking head coach of the team. 
What do you mean? No, you gotta, you gotta be more. You are supposed to be fucking aware, you fat fuck. What the fuck? Jesus Christ, like, oh my god, that is such an unreal. He, he loves throwing, he, he loves throwing players under the bus. He did the same thing to Julius after the um, the play where he set up the ISO for him down the stretch versus um, what was it, the Lakers? He was like, oh, you know, he's got to make okay, the right read in that options. situation. He has three options, blah, 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 blah. blah. It's just like, like, I, I it's I never would, his I fault. Would, it's if, always the if he, players. If he had literally just said, and I, I would have actually been okay with this response. If he just said, we just didn't have a, ta- we didn't have a chance to talk about it because, if you look at it, the game flow, right? I think, Clipper, like the the last possession before that, the Clippers missed a shot. Knicks get the ball. Brunson makes a shot. Clippers don't call a timeout. Mm-hmm. So if you had just said, I would, I we just didn't have a chance to talk about it, and it just is what it is. So we just played it out. I'd be fine with that. For him to put it on game awareness and shit, like get the fuck out of here, man! Like he does that all the time. The it's so that's, annoying. That's a shit show. Like, get, come on. But I love it because Brunson echoed the same sentiment. So it's like now we're brainwashing. Yeah, Brunson's no, like, well, Brunson's, Brunson's just like, a good yeah, soldier. Brunson, Brunson's a good soldier. He's just he's not going to throw anybody. He, said, under the he bus. said it happened so fast. He's like, I just went with my instinct, you know. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it, at some point, if your team is never well prepared in clutch situations, it probably says something about you as a coach. But I th- maybe, you know, maybe he just needs, you know, it, it, it's probably Leon Rose's fault that he didn't acquire, uh, you know, Michael Jordan and LeBron James and technically uh, Leon Rose did Will call. Chamberlain and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Magic Johnson. If he had only acquired those five guys, then Tibbs would be a championship and coach. Not to say he didn't try. Yeah, I mean, if he had just done it. You know what? The reason the Knicks lost tonight, on a night they scored 115 in regulation, is because they didn't trade for Donovan Mitchell. That's what happened. Um, you know, we should probably kill ourselves that we didn't trade for Donald Trump. What is it? Let me ask and uh, Stefan Bondi. You know, the big thing to remember is that the city just doesn't identify with this team for some reason. <laughs> Stefan Bondi is such a fucking clown show for that. He's such a joke. So, but really, let me let me ask you guys a question because with Sam and Tyrese here, we have kind of a think tank, and then Schwinn's just, he's here. But uh, <laughs> what is it? Like, why are we so momentum reliant? Like, I don't. That has to go back to coaching too, right? We don't pass. We don't move. We don't because do anything. As as the the offense is stagnant as hell. As soon as we went to overtime, it was an L because the only reason we got to the end of the game is because Tibbs didn't stop the fucking game. But this is what he did in overtime: is they made an adjustment and he didn't adjust. He just like, stood there. Like with it's his, it's his like ass. I understand. I I'm not. I want to be clear. I think there's what you're saying is there's value to that. Like there is like a moment there that is accurate, but part of the momentum is because he can't make adjustments. Like they went small to start the fourth quarter or the, the overtime, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say it gets to one nineteen, one fifteen, Then they get fouled. Randall's on the line. You have a chance right there, not even to call a timeout, but you can make a sub right there and adjust. He didn't do it. Like you don't, he didn't do it. And they just stayed. They stayed with Hardenstein on the floor and go back and watch that fourth quarter. They had so much space to operate because they went five out. And the Knicks are clearly still playing like they're trying to figure out, should we play drop? Should we switch? They're all over the place. They get open shots. They're scrambling. So because the Knicks are scrambling, they can get an offensive rebound. Like, the shit is all tied together. Offense, defense. Like, this is not like, – it pisses me off when people don't understand. Like, there's a correlation between – your defense being bad and your offense being bad. Your offense being good and your defense being good. 
It's not football. These are not like separate possessions. They're all tied together. Game flow is tied together. And there's a reason why the Knicks are a terrible fourth quarter offensive team and a really good and a terrible fourth quarter defensive team. Like they're, they're, they're bad at both because they're bad at both. It's not like not they're tied together. And that overtime shit is tied together. Your offense sucks. And then because your offense sucks, your defense sucks. Like these, these things are inherently tied together. They had like two live ball turnovers in overtime, right? Because they're trapping Brunson because he's got fucking Hartenstein space in the corner and not a team in the no fucking world. Cares. No one cares. Oh, wow. Hartenstein space in the corner. Cool. Like every now and then he might cut the exact right moment that Jalen Brunson will hit him for a dunk like he did in the fourth quarter. But or in overtime 90, where he decided to dump it off to Julius Randle, which caused another turnover. Yeah. But like 90% of the time, it's not going to happen. So you play those odds. Like Tibbs will never, Tibbs never plays the odds. Tibbs just plays how he thinks the game should be played. And that's it. There's no adjustment. There's no capacity for like, this is what this team is doing. You know, Tibbs is a guy who would fucking line up and like, you know, he, he'll, he, he would just play. He's a little bit like, like, like a wink Martindale where it's like, I'm going to blitz no matter what. And it's like, well, what if you just didn't blitz right now? Have you ever thought about that? Like, have you ever thought about not blitzing right this minute? But like, that's what he is. He's never going to change. He doesn't have the, that adaptability. That's part of him as a coach. There's good things about Tibbs as a coach. I think we've gotten, I think everything that's good about Tibbs as a coach, we've already extracted. And my frustration is because we still have him as the coach. And this talent, the talent we have, the roster we have, is so beyond his capacity to maximize and optimize and use to the fullest of his ability. Um, and the fact that his team is a top 10 offense, despite his idiotic, it's moronic, yeah, like despite his just like brain dead Neanderthal style of offensive coaching, is a testament to the talent we have. Yeah, which makes it even more frustrating when people say that when we do lose these games, it's because of lack of talent. It's like, no, it's lack of coaching ability <clears throat> and all that other stuff that has to do with the margins. That's where we lose these games. We lose a bunch of these games. The reason why every the Knicks are in every game, but we lose a whole bunch of them is losing on the margins. And a lot of that comes down to coaching, which a lot of people still can't recognize um, to this day. Um, so today was a coaching loss. Sort of, but also, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you know, you don't play RJ in like certain points of this game, I think yeah, there's no wrong more of those yeah. minutes. All right, um, we got the Sixers tomorrow <laughs> on national TV. So you know, the 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 NBA is just makes it out like every weekend is supposed to be a bad weekend for me heading into the week of work. Like I'm not just supposed to have a good weekend heading into work on Monday. Um, it has to make you appreciate your planning and your approach to teaching, though, probably, right? I guess having to watch Tibbs <laughs> direct games. I guess it just makes me more miserable heading into work the next day because I'm just like I had to do post game because the Knicks just fucking suck. Um, but yeah, we'll be back. Blown out. Um. <laughs> anyways, um, we'll be back tomorrow. Um, after the Knicks play the Sixers, um, hopefully Knicks are gonna win tomorrow. Wow, that's Schwinn's well, prediction. Why, why would you say that out loud? God damn it! It means like it was like fifty fourteen and five. Why? 
Are you, are you taking Knicks money line tomorrow, Shwen? What's the money line? What's that? Eight and a half. That's not the money line, dumbass. My cash Um, let me check what the money line's at. They are uh, at. Let's see. Wait. Oh, the spread changed. Uh, it's plus a plus one ninety. What is it? Plus one ninety. It's a spread of spread is uh minus five and a half for the Philly. Philly. A plus one ninety for the Knicks. Plus one ninety. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I'll put. I'll. I'll yeah. Fuck it. I. This team. Win? We want to know exactly how much. This team. <laughs> I'm putting five mil on it. Uh, I definitely have five million dollars. Mega yeah. whale. Yeah, I'm just fucking. I'm Gordon Gecko out here. Uh, I think that this team never does anything that you think it should do. I think they should have like probably like it's they should have. I I thought they should have lost tonight, but then they were in position to win, and then they ended up losing. And I feel like they have no reason to win tomorrow night, which I'm gonna assume means they win. So I'm taking them. It's fine. Next one, we got it. Next day, right. King Julius gonna re- lead us to the promised land. Okay. Sponsored by DraftKings, code <laughs> TBPN. <laughs> oh, there it is. Yeah, I didn't realize. Yeah. <laughs> um. Wow, JL, we're going to leave this as the last comment of the night. He says, don't worry, folks. RJ will counter and be with a solid 14 points on 6 of 23 shooting. Yeah. Really, really outshining Game 7 Drew Holiday with that extra field goal. <laughs> Um, well, you know, hopefully RJ can, you know, silence people like JL tomorrow and, you know, actually like put up a good performance on national TV. Feels like it's been a long time. I don't think he deserves it. Um, since we've seen any good performance by RJ on national TV. Um, but we will be at all. Miami doesn't count. Miami does count. Even though we lost, it does count last year. Why doesn't that count? I don't know. All right. Let's move on. Let's get out of here. Yeah. I don't want to yell Tyrese anymore. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, check out everything Strickland related in the description. We got links to the site, merch, Patreon, and Twitter, all great ways to support us. We are also on Instagram at thestrick.land to get your Knicks fix over there if you are not on Twitter or any of your social media sites. Um, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow. Everyone have a good night. Enjoy your Sunday. Um, and we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>